forever. Dog. Warning, the following podcast features Mrs. Taz, abandoned gas grills, teens that live in Valencia, and the famous superheroes Batman, Superman, and Scotty Pippen. All this, plus Scotty Gardner takes his first trip to Six Flags Magic Mountain on today's podcast, The Ride. Welcome to Podcast The Ride, the only theme park podcast that blasts you with blue fog at the top of every episode. I'm Jason Sheridan, joined as always by Scott Gardner. There it is. Um, unless That's it was right. out. Unless uh, <laughs> unless we didn't distribute it properly to all the phones. Uh, we I, use Six Flags Fog people, so you never know. Yeah, it's very possible it's sputtering like a poorly up up kept 4D theater. Mike Carlson also here. Yes, I'm here, and I'm also disappointed that our fog isn't always so uh, on point, that our fog blasts aren't just always really, like, stunning stunning fog blasts. Uh, we really should, I don't know, do we have to pay more money? Or do people like that? Do they like the charm of our fog blasts? Maybe they, that's what uh, they like. They, they may like that. They don't like the decreased projection uh, against Joker gas, against laughing gas. Uh, so, but this is not this is not laughing gas. This is just fog, fog, as some people might might call it. Well, it's fo- it's like the fog that Cyborg developed to protect you from the right, Joker. right. But I'm saying yeah. like fog. Your fog. I think I say fog more if we're talking pronunciation. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you're well. You're in. You're in the Midwest right now. Your accent may be slipping back in. Your, yes, that you is know. true. We're going to give you a little peek behind the curtain. I am in the Midwest at the, at the moment. And yeah, I could say, I could go back. I could call soda pop. I could do a whole number of different things that would uh, show my true roots because I'm feeling it here. It just rained. That doesn't happen in Southern California. So I'm really, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling like a kid again, to be honest with you. You dripping? You bring some rainwater onto. Did you splash onto the mic? I like that as just sort of a phrase to see how you're doing. Hey, you dripping? Uh, yeah, uh, I went out for a, a guys dripping. Second. Yeah, uh, I am not dripping. I will say that I am not. Uh, it's also very close to uh, Pippin, which of course Scotty Pippin, a Chicago Bull, longtime Chicago Bull, who had a juice box called Scotty Pippin Zippin in the mid '90s. So really? It reminds me of that as well, which all, again, childhood, I'm here, I'm in Schaumburg, Illinois, uh, so yeah, uh, I'm feeling it. You know, my dad has interacted with Scotty Pippen on a golf course. I think you have told us this before, but, but please continue. That. I, I don't remember uh, the details. Um, I think you may have run into him several times, um, and uh, the details are, are mildly embarrassing because... Uh, you know, any big Scott Gardner heads out there, I'm sure there's uh, thousands to millions of you. Uh, there's a video I did a long time ago called Beatles 3000. And the idea is that it's a video. Uh, it's, it's a documentary done way in the future of uh, people trying to figure out what the Beatles were a thousand years ago using like poorly constructed, like you could, there's barely any information. It's just the ruins of civilization. And can we figure out what the Beatles were? And due to a poorly uh, reconstructed photograph they think that scotty pippen was the fourth uh, beetle <laughs> um and 
uh and so he's like rendered in the video in beatles fashion like an artist rendering and uh uh just you know the name worked well i thought and uh like oh, so that's fun my dad thought oh this is a good thing to talk to him uh -oh. about maybe he's been made I aware know this story. of this video i would have known um, this sorry continue uh he well you know and so so he just went up to him like found him you know between holes or something uh and walked up and like, hey, Scotty, what's going on? You ever heard of this video? It's a video. It's on, uh, it's a Beatles video. It's on the YouTube uh, channel. It's on Scott, Scott Gardner. And he's on the YouTube, like his poor way of explaining right, what anything right. is current. Uh, uh, so the, that's already, a, 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 he's at a deficit there. This is also the COVID era. So nobody should be charging up to anybody mm -hmm. anywhere, even though people are, are careful on the golf course. But I think, I believe uh, Scotty just kind of like, blinked and nodded and like huh okay no i don't know what you uh sorry uh gotta go bye i think this is an extremely awkward wow. interaction the video was not familiar to him despite uh going viral mm -hmm. uh, somehow it didn't make its way Not to ask yeah uh, uh, yeah you know and anybody in the pippin enterprise you know wh what do you do you got to keep him aware of, of how he's being represented and culture especially uh, internet viral culture in 2009 so uh, or else you know dads end up in uh, awkward situations like that mm -hmm. that could have really protected your father from that yeah he could have said like oh of course i know it it's my favorite video yeah it's yeah. better than any bulls highlight i ever <laughs> watch I, that's my favorite thing that i ever was a part of you know way. mr gardner you said it was I, for a long time, wondered if my place in pop culture was set, and I wasn't sure, no matter how many rebounds I got or points I scored. But when I saw that video, I knew that I was for the ages. Mm -hmm. So thank you, sir, and bless your son. Man, what could have been? Um, and the last thing I'll say real quick about Scotty, uh, uh, before we actually get to the actual topic, is that Scotty has his own bourbon now called Digits. And I, it's only carried around here. And you better believe I'm getting Scotty Pippen's Digits bourbon while I'm yes. in Chicago. I'm very excited. He also has a popcorn called Husk that he's been promoting that I'm very interested in as well. But Digits is, is really my main focus at the moment. Sorry, is it, has he been promoting it or is it his actual, has he been involved in the popcorn recipe? Uh, it's unclear with Husk and I apologize for not knowing more. He seems to be less featured as far as in the Husk uh, marketing, but Digits seems to be much more his thing. What does um, Digits you... refer to? I'm yeah. Not, oh, I forget. I should know that, but I don't. But what you're saying is you could wash down some husk popcorn with some digits bourbon. That's correct. Um, because I, because I, as I liked, as I believe it or not, I'm not the biggest sports fan in the world. But my two teams were like the 1990 Chicago Cubs, and then of course the Bulls, the, the Chicago Bulls, which were like, you know what? I'm gonna tie it back. Watch this. I liked the Chicago Bulls so much at the time because they felt to me like the Justice League or the Avengers. They felt like superheroes. Sure. They all were like fascinating in their own way and obviously they were just unstoppable and that is a big part of why i still have so much affection for uh chicago bulls well that's so, how i felt about the dream team which scotty pippen was also on that it yes. felt like oh this is like when the all-stars of it's like a a bigger all-star game that's beyond one night 
And I like that they wear different clothes for the All-Star game. Yes, they have different and then uniforms. They wear the most different, because they wear like all white, as if they'd been like magically transformed in a Captain EO kind of way. Right. It's like um, the it's all very magical. Right. It's like when the Avengers in Endgame go back in time and they have to put on like their time suits. So it's mm -hmm. like they're different superheroes now for the Dream Team get together. This is, by the way, real sad for the context that certain people's brains have to get into to be very into sports. I am aware of that. But this yeah. is just so, how it's it, all outfit oriented. It's outfit oriented. Did, yes. did you see the, the behind the scenes stuff that was going around where it's like those time suits they wore, which are very just like beige, beigey white, like were largely CG. <laughs> You're they talking just... about the Avengers, not the Dream yeah. Team. Yes. Okay. Uh, no, from the Endgame. Dream Team was practical. The the <laughs> Avengers time suits were okay. Good to get yeah. that perfect washed out beige, washed out red. They they had to put the dots and everything on there's, them. Yeah, there's a lot of funny like superhero behind the scenes footage that, I, and I think we maybe talked about this not long ago. Uh, there's a scene in Black Widow where they're just that sort of a rest stop truck stop thing and Black Widow's there with her sister and they're talking at a bench or whatever. And it turned out like that the whole thing was green screened in the background and it's just oh, a yeah. very mundane place. Like, I don't know why that would have to be the uh, place where you'd have to use green yeah, screen. So it, it's like nighttime and there's one other table in the background. <laughs> right, right. So... So I am always amused, actually, when I see some of the behind the scenes stuff for superhero movies, because, yeah, it will be like the costume will be somebody's wearing like a bracelet and there's just dots there where they have to digitally insert the brace, like the very <laughs> mundane bracelet or something. So you couldn't buy a bracelet. The actor wasn't willing to uh, grow their hair out. Several, you couldn't put a, like a, a wig there. You put like a string of dots at yes. that point. Just put a, a hair extension on. No, it's too hard because then you can manipulate the hair better in post, I guess. So you can make it catch the light. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's better to just, yeah, just, just do it all in post. Um, that was a beautiful way of tying it back into the topic. Thank I'm going to go ahead and untie it. Okay. And go, go, backwards, ahead. Uh, go ahead. And say that uh, I've now learned that husk is no mere popcorn. This is an organic. Yes. Um, yes. I knew that. Uh, Superfood <laughs> popcorn mm -hmm. with uh, unconventional. Uh, flavor i you say unconventional i say awful sounding like cayenne and ginger kale and That's broccoli how much kale are you getting in popcorn have you ever tried though like that? kale and, chips that are like cheddar kale chips before I, those are good that, that sounds familiar oh i'm not again look kale in things is i'm not unilaterally against i think popcorn is an odd place to try to jam it there's barely any food in in popcorn it's almost like eating flavored paper you know yeah. like, where, where are you even inserting these flavors yeah i don't know it's a good question i i'm more Lindsay is a big um a big popcorn fan so i have had more popcorn and lately like in the last so many years and i do i'm a little i'm intrigued now i wouldn't have been intrigued 10 years ago but i am more intrigued now by husk the organic popcorn endorsed by scotty <laughs> Uh, does one bag being five dollars? How does that how does that affect your intrigue? Well, Jason obviously is going to be reeling from Jason's that price. Out. Uh, how big this? How big a bag are we talking? Uh, one hundred and fifty four grams. I'm sorry, the information I have to present to you is unusable <laughs> because who can picture what a gram is? I I can't. We're gonna have to do some conversions. I, I'm sorry. This is not the research that you, you that you're not equipped here. Thanks to the grams. well, I just learned about husk and digits. So, like, Mike, are you are you going to like a local watering hole, like the 
the old uh, Bears dive, the Bears themed dive bar to get like a shot of digits or you're getting a bottle? Oh, I know? think I'm going to get, a- yeah, still in the pandemic. I'm not going to go to a, probably a dive bar for a while. So I will probably, yeah, get a bottle of it as opposed to going to like downtown and going to like Ditka's or something, if that's what you're thinking. Going to Ditka's or going to Jordan's Steakhouse. I wonder if Jordan's Steakhouse carries digits. That would be an interesting question. That would be, yeah. Um, but and if it yeah. doesn't, then why? Why? Then yeah. Can we get a multi-part documentary series on we that can. on that decision or lack thereof? Yeah, I want no. I as far as uh, did we all watch the Last Dance? As yes. As, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I could do. I give me a documentary on every game as far as those seasons are concerned. Oh <laughs> yeah, no, they should just like and show for- us all the raw footage. I think who. Like, we all devoured it when the pandemic started. By uh, May or June, if they just said, here's all the dailies, wouldn't you have watched them? Oh, 100%. Yes. And I every also... Raw, every piece of her just, just... Let me just watch Jordan sit down and get yes. back up and ask for water. I just, like... I watch the levels of his cup, of his glass of uh, tequila. <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. Rising and falling. Mm-hmm. That would be and great. What's, you what's know? getting poured in there? What's, his, what's the drink of choice? Yep. Um, I also want it from every, from every bowl's vantage point, too, because obviously that's like very Jordan-centric as far as the retelling of all the things. So, like, give me a full last dance told from Tony Kukoc's perspective, uh, uh, from Randy Brown's perspective, from any of the other Chicago Bulls. Uh, I am interested in all of it. That's how obsessed I am with it. And obviously the America as well. Yeah. And if Kukoc has any uh, liquor or food endeavors... Um... I'd like to know about those as well. I would. I too. all invest. Yeah, <laughs> we're all, all going in. We'll on... all invest in Tony Kukoc's endeavors, food or Kukoc otherwise. Vodka. Yeah, uh, uh, whatever it is. Okay, all right. So let's tie it back in. I, it's a superfood popcorn. The ride's about superheroes. There, we're back. We're Done. in, and it is Justice Perfect. League. It is Six Flags Justice League Battle for Metropolis. Uh, yes. Which has been touched in, on on the show a, a little bit before, and in various ways, because we've talked about uh, our trips to Six Flags, we've talked about uh, all the rides based on Batman, but we left this one out because it's kind of its own thing. But the big headline here, it is, it's really like what what the ride is that most Six Flags rides are not. It is a dark ride. It is a screen ride. It involves IP. We in a bigger, we in, in a, a robotic manner. Uh, it's not just IP in that like the name was used and put on a ride that has a, a green track or a blue track, and mm-hmm. that's the color of the hero. Exactly. Um, it's an interactive ride, a three D ride, a shooting ride. There, this is all all genres that Six Flags has not really tackled, and they started doing it. I think these all went in circa twenty fifteen through twenty seventeen. Yes, animatronics as mm-hmm. well. There's a big animatronics component. Uh, depending on how much money you want to spend, there might be more animatronics. Um, but yeah, it is, I, I, I think, generally positive uh, mm-hmm. development. I would love to see more of it because, frankly, I think if you're talking about big characters, big intellectual property, I don't think any has been more squandered in theme parks than the DC Comics well, we, than yeah. Superman uh, and Batman and Wonder yeah. Woman, like the biggest, some of the biggest, most recognizable characters we, in yeah, the world. We did the episode, uh, it could have been a year ago, it could have been three weeks ago as far as Batman, the rides. Um, and yeah, we kind of came to that conclusion there. There are some okay but Batman rides. In, you know, you add in the other, we add in Superman and Wonder Woman and all that, and then it's like really... Yeah. 
like egregious it's it's truly insane these characters are not better utilized right yeah um this also felt like uh when this was announced i think people were maybe getting their hopes up and maybe i'm just speaking about myself or jason i guess said it too people were like oh maybe six flags is now going to kind of get in the game as far as being a more well-rounded park um and do more of this type of thing um but i don't think there's any talk of that right we're in we're almost this year's almost over. There's no like announcement that there's a new dark ride coming to Six Flags, right? I don't think so, which is a shame because I think number two of squandered intellectual properties is the Looney Tunes characters. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, at theme parks and movies, let's be frank, at this point, um, we're <laughs> no. all, after this past no. summer, we're all like begging for like back <laughs> in action Looney Tunes quality. No more basketball talk. <laughs> we have to talk about the Justice League. Uh, I, yes. Well, that's okay because basketball—not a huge component in uh, <laughs> Space Jam. I don't know. Too. I don't know what movie you were watching. There's an hour-long basketball game. <laughs> I, in which the points don't matter. In which yeah, the rules, that's yeah. like whose line is it anyway? Right. I think Bunch of, it's all about bonus games and mm-hmm. extraneous. Yeah, shit. basketball. Uh, uh, sh- 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 told, not showed. I. What's the term? <laughs> like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't doing the opposite of most screenwriting techniques. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I think that Looney too. Yeah. Six flags. I think people were like, oh, wow, maybe six flags now, like every other year we'll get maybe like a new dark ride. And then the six flags parks could get a little bit more. Yeah. Transformed, well-rounded, not that they have to be Disney or universal, but it is nice to go on a robot ride in between a ride that's going to rattle your brain or crush your genitals. That's nice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, and this ride existing gave me a good reason to make my first proper trip to Six Flags Magic Mountain. As I've said before, despite uh, growing up in Los Angeles, I never went because it's all rides that scare me. And besides uh, doing a fairly depressing Christmas drive through when we were in super <laughs> lockdown mm-hmm. back in December. Uh, uh, that was really, that was the first time I was ever on the ground. So this is the, this uh, uh, Justice League caused me to go for the first time as a, a regular uh, uh, paying customer. So now I'm, I'm coming to the table with my first Magic Mountain <sighs> There's experience. There's a lot here. Exciting. And Jason and I are yeah. comic book boys, as we know. We're Marvel oh, boys, yeah. but we are also DC boys too. I don't want to. I don't want to shortchange DC. Um, yeah, I don't want to either. I mean, my notes have the phrase "speed force" and "hyper time" in them. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm sure we'll get to that. We'll um, talk about favorite yeah. Flash. Who's your favorite Flash? You know, uh, Wally West, uh, '90s Wally West. But uh, you know, we'll get back. You to could, that, yeah, you know? we'll get back to that. Um, I was going to say Bart Allen, Impulse, but then he was Kid Flash. But okay. I don't know oh, if you so, found yeah, him. Close you number count him two. fully as a close Flash. Anyway, two. let's go ahead. I'd go Drew, Drew Montcrief would be mine. <laughs> Yeah, a little known, a little known Flash, but uh, still no the real heads beloved no, by yeah the real hardcore yeah sidekick to Max Mercury, uh, cousin mm-hmm. to Jesse Quick, you know of course, of course, of course yeah of um, course. So let's let's start, man. Let's start with Scott's day. I think yeah, well, I, Scott, I would love to yeah um, yeah because there was did, oh yes, good. Oh, I was gonna say, did you did you go up? Did you happen to hit one of the days during the heat wave when you were there? No, I was actively no. avoiding it. Yeah, I've okay. been like like eyeing temperatures for the last couple of weeks because it's been getting a little crazy. Um, and uh, Santa Clarita is a little hotter than where we live. Like mm-hmm. there was a day where we didn't end up doing it because it was it was north of a hundred. Um, so I'm I'm glad we avoided that. 
Um, so one detail everybody should know about me going, and, and this sort of helped triangulate everything, is uh, there is a, 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 a friend of mine, a friend of ours, a friend of the show, Buzz Buzz Skittle Scattle, uh, told me that he was uh, he had a free ticket somehow to Magic Mountain. And he was just asking me, like, uh, you know, is this is it worth going? Is there is there stuff to check out? I realized, like, oh, maybe we could do something for the show. I would love to go. And that's where uh, my friend told me uh, that despite well, despite being he didn't call himself this, but despite being uh, the most dangerous man in podcasting, uh, he is apparently not into big old thrill rides mm, uh, and right. did not even want to go on. So he was asking me, is there stuff to do if we don't go on big roller coasters? And I'm like, well, this is fantastic because this is my way to go to Magic Mountain without being goaded into doing a bunch of mm. stuff that I don't want to do. So uh, unfortunately for the listener, I'm not, I can't tell any stories about getting my nuts crushed or uh, screaming my, my vocal cords out at the top of Tatsu or whatever. Uh, I did almost nothing because um, mm. I, I was in a safe space where both of us uh, were, were avoiding things like that. I see. So you didn't even do any roller coaster. Did you do anything roller coaster wise? We we did. Uh, um, so, yeah, well, so, he, you know, he's asking me, is there enough to do if we go? I say, well, I've been meaning to do Justice League Battle for Metropolis. It's a screenwriter. It's got robots, all this stuff that they don't really do. He's like, great, let's do it. Let's go. Uh, and let's figure out what we can do there. What is a day at Six Flags where you aren't going on uh, a bunch of roller coasters? Uh, now, we did uh, we did hit up one because I was looking into it and like, it's got to be one that's pseudo tame enough to do and i did ninja ninja's like mm. pretty not adventurous i i would say mm -hmm. uh anybody done ninja that is uh swinging goes through the trees is that right yes yeah pretty yeah. much yeah suspended coaster there's not a lot of them left uh they look like little boats to me like you're kind of kind of in a little plastic boat uh, yeah i always thought of those as very comforting I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know if they're any safer, more or less safe. I think going through the forest, like, you know, usually you go through some sort of landscaping in those. Um, and uh, that always appealed to me. And I think that was a kind that like when I was younger, like that was dipping my toes in. I would try mm -hmm. a suspended coaster. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's one at um, King's Island that I think was called Top Gun when I went. And that was like within my comfort zone. This one still is. Got pretty fast. Um, you get splashed by the nearby flume ride while you're on it, or at least we did, which was kind of jarring, <laughs> getting a splash in the face on this coaster. Uh, um, but, like, pretty pleasant experience. Um, one odd thing about it, uh, my friend lost his hat while oh, no. we were uh, on the ride. Uh, did end up finding it. It was just in the row. It, like, it fell immediately to the row behind us, which was empty. Um, but then I was like, Every little day I was looking up Six Flags deaths and I found out one of the deaths was somebody going and looking for his hat in the uh, in Ninja, in the grounds of Ninja Jesus. and uh, getting uh, whacked by the attraction. Yes. Yeah. So uh, if you don't you don't wear hats that you think you're going to miss. You don't look for them. They certainly don't look for them, which it's weird that this even happened because, again, Magic Mountain is entirely new to me. And so one of the big things that I, I noted and didn't know about before is the constant warning signs on fences. There are so many. It's just extreme caution or explosive. There's a big sign about something being explosive right next to a ride that's like Tweety's cages. It's like the most 
four little kids ride. There's scary warnings like every 10 feet. It's wild. Huh. I, you know, actually that's funny is that, um, if, if you're a listener now and you're, maybe this is one of your first episodes, go back and listen to our Six Flags Fright Fest episode. Cause that's my first time going to Magic Mountain a couple of years ago. And I don't, there's a lot of things I noticed on that episode, but that is actually not one of them. I didn't even notice that there were a lot of like disclaimers basically everywhere in the park. It is more now than there used to be. I don't know. It was crazy. I was certainly thinking about, uh, that Fright Fest episode. Um, and it was, you know, easy to, because they're starting to put up Fright Fest stuff. Uh, I, for one, felt a little starstruck when I saw one of the fabled fog machines. Oh, yeah. Um, as discussed in the episode where uh, teens, you saw, you saw teenagers run up and like take hits of fog straight out of the fog machine. Yeah, they sucked the fog out of the fog machine. Yes. In sucking fog. <laughs> yeah. Um, Blasting I, a big plume, you know? <laughs> <laughs> what, what does that do to you you think you think there's anything you think it's it, you think it's like uh is it anything resembling like if you uh you know uh huffed spray paint or something or is any of it like accidental and pure brain damage or is it or just zero does zero happen to you i think a lot of things have like a cumulative effect i think that's even like anything that you see is like poison or you ingest something like i don't know that anything like completely makes you like brain dead immediately but if you're sucking fog out for like a couple months, then I think I would be concerned. Is vape that much better than a fog machine? I mean, fog is supposed to be non-toxic because people are breathing it in. You're not supposed to have a high concentration of it, but I don't know. I don't. It's at least like the idea is that you are meant to like have it in your lungs and then not. Yeah. Although it's probably not good for you, I would imagine. But fog, yeah, I... Yeah. Also, the brain cell count is probably pretty low to begin with. If it occurs to you to go suck some fog, yeah. Uh, so where, so where do you have to go from there? That's a good point. Um, but look, maybe look. We've all been, we've all been on stage. We've all been sweating a little bit, and we're all trying to impress and make people laugh. And that's the same situation maybe with a Valencia teen. He's got some uh, like uh, people around him. He's trying to impress maybe some girl. He's trying to impress, and he goes, you know what? Oh, man, I got nothing. These jokes haven't been hitting. Oh, I know what I'll do. I'll put my mouth around the fog machine, suck it in, and, and blow out a big plume. This is going to bring the night back for me. You know? I think so that might be what it is. It's possible that you're positing that this was a, a goof done once and not a, um, a, a habit that formed. The, the guy maybe didn't buy a fog machine. <laughs> he doesn't have one at home. You're like he's going broke uh, uh, buying juice. Well, if they're vaping, I mean, they could also be at this point because a lot of fog, usually there's a slight, you know, um, when we would use it in like high school theater and stuff, they had, they, there was a shared fog machine between the middle school and theater, uh, middle school and high school theater departments. And I think it was pina colada flavor to like <laughs> cut down on the, you know, to make it not unpleasant as it like, you know, they usually use it too much <laughs> in an auditorium. Um, so they could just be like used to flavored vapes and stuff. Although those are harder to get a hold of nowadays. Yeah. yeah. So it's possible. I mean, anything's possible. I mean, yeah. Is there going to be a nationwide epidemic of kids hooked on the juice as they call it? Uh, we haven't seen any evidence of it yet, but I'm not ruling it out as far as what could come down the pike next as far as problems for the world to deal with. I yeah. have to think the, the popularity of vaping 
is an is probably a new level of disgusting for college dorm buildings. Like college dorm buildings famously don't smell good to begin with, usually. If you're adding like wet candy store smell, like you oh man, that's gonna be that's fucked. <laughs> uh yeah, no, that's no good. Yeah. Um so you saw Scott, the fog machines were not on yet. It was not Fright Fest yet. Not you on. Just saw I just them saw one. Yeah, and uh I and it's just like it's just like loose wire just like plugged into some plug. This is another big like I'm sort of looking in the margins uh, uh, in my Six Flags experience, especially because I'm not going on roller coasters, mm-hmm. the main reason that you go. So my eye is drifting to a lot of stuff like that, like just open outlets, uh, um, just like weird, like uh, goo and filth kind of overflowing on like mm. uh, pipes. And that's uh, uh, one thing <laughs> I like. There's that steampunk district yes. around there mm-hmm. um, where there's uh, there's a we were going like I know this, the theming is a little light for them having announced that this is a steampunk district. And then we did see a big golden uh, pipe situation. And then I was like, OK, there you go. There's something. Wait a minute. I think this pipe was probably just there undressed for many decades. Mm. And then like, all right, throw some gold on it. Now it's part of the now it's a uh, now, now it's steampunk. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, I, when you say goo, do you have any photos of sort of like goo that's been surrounding pipes or was it just sort of every there's, pipe had there's something? There's one I'll see. I'll, I'll pull up slowly and see if it see if it translates. Uh, um, the one that I, I was the most aware of uh, was right at the top of the flume ride, which I did go on. I went on the ride jet stream, which I enjoyed very mm. much. It is a flume ride. It is not a log flume. It's kind of these sporty little, they almost look like little boats. Uh, and it almost reminds me of the Autopia a little bit. It's just those like nice uh, basic colors. It's bright blue, bright red. Uh, it's a sporty little ride. We went on it twice in a row, had, had a really fun time. It's also kind of like if you took a water slide and just put a ride vehicle in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the thing, it doesn't feel married. It, all, it feels like a, like a uh, Olympic bobsled situation as well. And you're just like clanging and clanging down the thing. Uh, um, I. And it's like uh, fun, but you know, like unthemed, pretty much. And the the danger element it feels a little strong because you're up at the top of the drop, and there's some wheel gear kind of mechanism that's making something about the ride happen. And there's just like thick black tar smeared onto the thing. Like absolutely, I could touch it, and absolutely, I could touch it. <laughs> and get my fingers sucked into whatever this gear mechanism is. It's right there. It's not even like if I reached a bit. I don't have to extend my arm out all the way to have my hands caked in tar as if like a, like a bricklayer was slathering it down. Uh, uh, and my fingers could have been torn off very readily. And the only person who might have said, hey, don't do that, was a, a really pissed off Valencia teen <laughs> under an umbrella, staring at her phone the entire time. Like, did not look up at us for any reason. Mm-hmm. I, it was again my first experience with the Valencia teens, and I'm I'm very charmed. It was nice to meet them. Yeah, I'm glad. Well, I'm glad yeah. you did. Yeah. Uh, so I, I I mean I. What's great about Six Flags is you know we found so many things, and and we did not see the tar. We didn't actually didn't mm-hmm. even go on that ride you're talking about, and and I'll have to go on. Which is, I think, I might be going back soon. Um, but there's, it sounds, it sounds like your discovery with Six Flags was there's a lot of different substances bubbling and boiling 
and uh, <laughs> just hanging out, I guess, all over the place. Yeah. Like a and, witch's brew. Yeah. And you've got a lot of time to observe them because you're walking so much at that park. There's a very spread out uh, campus. Extremely. I mean, anything yeah. park can be, but it reminded us a lot of the LA Zoo in that you're just, you're doing like a big loop up into the hills and like, um, with not really a good sense of direction and lots of uh, like walking through large areas that are pretty much unthemed, that are pretty much just trees. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I understood what you were saying in Fright Fest for like the amount of steps you had by the end. And like the, you don't really know, not that you have to learn what Disneyland is and why oh, it's a, it's spokes of a wheel and Adventureland's here and Frontierland's here. Not that there's going to be any weight in, but like there's nothing really indicating where, why Ninja would be here and why um uh hot rod customs well, what is it what's going yeah. racers well, where it is because also like as we said before like oh we're, we want to go to the anthony geo and i want to go to the justice league and we go oh that must be in the dc area it isn't that's not where it is <laughs> it's kind of adjacent it's not yes. so far but yeah, it's not, not so far it's not next to all the dc rides like you would assume it was um, yeah. So yeah, yeah right. no, it's a little bit uh, haphazard. It's a bit haphazard. Uh, um, let me share my my eye photos here, and I'll show you the. I don't know if it reads so much, but here's just like a pipe thing with a bunch of like <laughs> just rusted out oh. black. I don't I don't know what just black muck and leaves caked into it, and it's and it's dripping. And uh, um, I the the video might not read. I'll just kind of step you through it instead of playing it, but. Uh, uh, here's a video I took that says it, we're outside a, uh, this is a, that, that black goo I just showed you was next to a food establishment, first mm-hmm, of all. Mm-hmm, okay. Uh, uh, and then when I walked up to the food establishment, it says, try our new maxed out barbecue pulled pork mac and cheese. I, I might, I don't know how well you could see this. Does that even read to you as pulled pork mac and cheese? It's I would like, not it's know what. Like, that <laughs> looks like two garlic knots next to pico de gallo. It looks completely like a pile of pico de gallo, maybe over some egg whites. Like, like yeah. pico is the overwhelming, uh, the topping facet of this dish that you get. I don't see pulled pork. I don't see mac and cheese. What I do see when I go down below is a bunch of bees <laughs> surrounding the trash can right under the sign. Then I zoom over to a sign that says, uh, that's just a hand scrawled kind of poorly and the sign says out of powerade <laughs> the official drink of valencia california <laughs> which i uh, went to my friend to make fun of the sign and i was about to say hey there's this funny sign and then i heard an annoyed girl next to me say damn they're out of powerade <laughs> legit furious about it yeah um then i, I walk over here to a barbecue that where you can just t- like touch all the knobs and reach your hand into a, into a like <laughs> open shelf and just pull out their dirty brush. It's, it's just, well, you, can just <laughs> you could use the barbecue at Six Flags if you wanted. <laughs> you got to see the dirty brush. I you, saw the famous Six Flags dirty brush. And yeah, Mike, I think if you if you brought meats, I don't think that they're really screening for like, you know, if you brought in just like kind of a, a Ziploc holy shit. of like marinated meats. Uh, I think I think you probably could throw it on again, hot enough there oh, that man. it might just marinate itself. You don't even need to turn on the gas, but probably you could just turn on the gas and you got a brush right there. Wow. I think you could, and I don't think anyone would catch you for 
If you did it all, you know, in like 20 minutes flat, I think you're you're probably fine. Oh man, Jason, we got to do this. We got <laughs> we have we have tickets. We have to bring some meat into Six Flags and cook ourselves meat <laughs> out of their grill. Oh man. <laughs> See, that's normally a very appealing spot when they're working it cuz it's like a good marketing trick. Yeah, of course. It's like the fajita effect they say at Chili's. Like if people smell like and see smoked like meats cooking it draws them in but like there's nothing less appealing than an empty rusted oh man we need a dusty barbecue like dirty you need barbecue. that rush. you got a lot of uh, you got to account in that 20 minutes i described like 10 minutes of it is cleaning if we smuggle a ribeye into six flags magic mountain and cook the ribeye and then eat it. Is ribeye? How long does like a you're, ribeye take? Does that take too long? I think you're. I yeah. I think I think you're. What I think the most efficient would be some skirt steak, like uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. some marinated skirt steak. If you okay. cut it real thin, it should be cook thin. real yeah, quick. Yeah, anything thick, yeah, it's gotta be, be there thin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Agreed. You don't want to cook a fillet that's too thick. I mean, even if you want it rare, you still gotta sear it a little. Right. You I get, well, you know what? I think we could probably at least do hot dogs because hot yeah, dogs, dogs are already cooked. Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, oh, so you could grab them kind of whenever you're just you're just trying to get a sear on it we're just trying for the bit to be able to say that we cooked hot dogs <laughs> in an abandoned grill in the middle of six flags <laughs> i gotta say i also i don't know this trend of pulled pork mac and cheese i love both pulled pork and mac and cheese i, I don't I don't see the appeal of just dumping one on top of the other. I guess easy to make in big quantities and shove in a bowl. We, Did you have any knots? Any of those tasting events? I had two different types of macaroni and cheese. One being, I think, pulled pork or some variety, something like it. Uh, and it was at the end of the night when we had already. Knots is very nice and generous with us and gave us each six items to <laughs> to have anything we wanted in the park. So I, at the end of the night, was like, "Oh God, I have two more left." Uh, one bowl of regular mac and cheese and one bowl of mac and cheese with pulled pork, please. Wow. And then like, oh, yeah, sad, like the sad eating. I mean, it was, it was actually good, but I was like, just like trying to not I waste it. I really like I want to. Yeah, I, I agree conceptually with what you're saying, Jason. But oh, my God, it was like no, I, I, it was I was good. like desiring it the next time I went back. If, if it's if it's the executions of both are good. Uh, I also, Mike, I believe I was next to you eating a plate of funnel cake and a fun bun. Which just you were like not a, next to me. You were within 25 across. Of yeah. OK. Eating a fun bun and a funnel cake at the same time. Well, they're yeah. shutting down the part. We're closing it out. We were trying point. to get. Did you take it home? Was it even possible to take that home? I, I no, I dumped it in the parking lot. I was like eating it on the way out. <laughs> I think it. Yeah, I think at that point it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was yeah. next to my car, away from everyone. I think outdoor masks were still in effect, but like I was in right. the parking lot, twenty feet away from everyone, saying good night, eating a uh, congealing funnel cake. Yeah. Boy. Good times. Race against time. Glory, yeah. glory days. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, so, so yeah, that odd restaurant encounter. I also think you wouldn't get caught making food because, like, we, <laughs> towards the end of it, we went and, like, we, there was this little, there's this theater that's, uh, uh, where they do little Bugs Bunny, like, uh, mascot shows that's um, uh, kind of enveloped in giant carrots. I don't know what it's actually called. We called it the Carrot Coliseum. And the only thing stopping you from going in there was a very thin, low, Oh, chain. And I just said, you want to go sit in the carrot theater for a while? I don't think anyone would stop us. I didn't want to like do anything bad there. I just wanted to see like mm -hmm. what would happen. And it was shaded there too. So 
we just went and talked and had a sit in the carrot theater and we're there for, you know, 10, 15 minutes and then got up. And as soon as we got up, then we're already like starting to walk away from it. And then we hear a tinny distant voice say, please do not turn a card there. Thank you. <laughs> that was the only repercussion for this. Was it over a loudspeaker? Um, a quiet speaker. Okay. A quiet, <laughs> I would say uh, it was, a, I had a test of our hearing that we even heard it. I don't even know. I don't know what the move was here. Was it like, was somebody operating a nearby teacup ride? Like, all right, you have the nearest. Can I just like jump on this thing for a sec? Mm-hmm. Maybe these, maybe these assholes will hear it. <laughs> um, it, we barely did. I only like, if, if I hadn't heard the word carrot, I don't think it would have registered as mm-hmm. being directed at us. Um, so Anyways, uh, uh, yeah, look, I, we're having a good time. Enjoyed Jetstream. Enjoy, uh, uh, Roaring Rapids, we went on. We did a rapid ride, which is... <laughs> have you guys done the rapid ride there? No, I haven't. I have, yeah. Jason's done it. Uh, um, I My feeling was, again, it's pretty unthemed, but, you know, like uh, Grizzly River Rapids. <laughs> so this mm-hmm. is part of the course. Um, and it's... You know how most rapid rides, you kind of hit a point where like, all right, now we're cruising. Ooh, here we go. And we've been rolling for a while. This ride just felt to me like there. All right, one rapid, then you kind of like bump into something hard, get your bearings. All right, number two and three is <laughs> a very like stop and start kind of mm-hmm. like there was never just like all right, here's the run. Now it's now we're like now we're really cruising down this river. Yeah, now we're feeling free. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, so, uh, also I got like dran, like only me, like some, you feel like with, with Disney, there's like controls kind of like this. All right. We can design this to where kind of everybody gets it equally. Uh, this was like entirely me, um, which I was a little, a little bitter about. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but anyways, it's like, it's a pretty, it's a pretty fun day, even though we're noticing the, the stuff in the, in the margins. The uh, um, yes, the, yes. If we can overlook the goose, we're, we're having a pretty mm-hmm. good time. Uh, then we're like, all right, well, I think now it's now it's time to make it to Justice League. You know, if this thing is a little hokey, I think a beer would be great. And maybe a beer will give me the bravery ultimately to do Batman the ride, which is the one I was I was kind of hoping to, to conquer. Uh, we get in a beer line. Um, just like the longest and not moving remotely. We can tell that's going to be 45 minutes. There's one bartender. He is moving as slow as I've ever <laughs> seen a human being. move. just like each step uh, takes a full 40 seconds. Um, and uh, so, all right, well, screw this. Let's see if we can find somewhere else. We keep looking up, but we cannot find anywhere else to get an alcoholic beverage anywhere else. We're just now we're just wandering, trying to figure it out. We had that full throttle bar, mm-hmm. uh, Mike, that you referenced. I think we were over there. Uh, that's closed, though. So much of the park is closed. It's very like a, a lot of it's closed. Desolation is what the phrase that kept occurring to us in various points of the journey. So like, all right, you know, what? screw this. Uh, screw the beer thing. Let's uh, let's, let's go find all justice and just do the ride uh, normally that'll be that'll be fine uh so we walk up to the hall of justice and the first thing that we notice is the sign that says closed the ride was closed <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> the the reason for both of us oh, no. going on a non-coaster visit oh, and man. by then i'd announced let's do we're gonna do a podcast about it too uh closed not happening close for refurbishment um so, 
Uh, like, huh, shit. Uh, we go into the nearby Justice League store, which is not closed, and we wonder if those teens uh, can fill us in on anything that's going on. Maybe it's just for the day. I'm not sure. Uh, we go ask them what's going on with the Justice League ride, <laughs> and their response is, I don't know. I um, It's been closed for like three days. Um, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with it. Okay, bye. Then later in the day, we make our way over to the guest services, which is at the front. And apparently this is the only way you could have known that the ride was closed is a very little sign inside this guest services building. It was there. That's closed. Tatsu is closed. Those are two pretty big heavy hitters to lose for no apparent reason. But I looked online and when I looked online, I learned that Magic Mountain does not have a part of the site that tells you yeah. if things are closed this does not exist for them yeah i i was up there once a couple years ago um early in the day and it was like 11 a.m and i'm like oh man a lot of stuff is um closed like i saw more people with hoses just hosing sidewalks down <laughs> that i saw like <laughs> big rides operating and i'm like it's almost noon like what is going on and eventually like i was walking later on when i was walking to my car i saw stuff more stuff running well it's but i was like it's just a bunch of, you know what it was one of those days where like half the ride operators were late to work you know yeah and when i was there everyone was wearing helpful honda days like a marketing promotion in southern california everyone was wearing polos that said helpful honda days and i was like i i don't know how helpful this is like well granted there had just been an earthquake a few days prior and i did read that they had to check some of the structural integrity for a day or two but it still seemed like a lot and yet no signage about what was going on sure I yeah well I yeah I mean maybe it was something maybe there was something at that earthquake level that caused Justice League to be closed or it was that uh, Jessica didn't come in that day and <laughs> she's got the keys to the yes, ride she has the, she has the key Lex um, Luthor's secret weapon Jessica <laughs> Jessica the Justice League is foiled <laughs> I don't I don't care for your approach to a maniacal crime Joker and Harley Quinn nor your tardiness jessica (laughs) but you'll help distract the justice league (laughs) in this case your lack of attention to your work (laughs) proved a boon for my my this is going to reflect poorly on our corporate sponsors at honda Southern California Honda dealers now now Honda is very helpful because they you know we said there's a lot of walking uh, around Six Flags, but they do provide the helpful Honda Tram, uh, which is a, a an Angel's Flight type vehicle that takes you up, you know, one of the steeper uh, next oh. to the woods to walk it. So that's great. Also closed, closed. Not even didn't even <laughs> register on the closed sign. That is how much nobody cares if the helpful Honda thing is is open sure. or closed. There is also when we went on Ninja. Ninja's weird. It um, there's like a, a lift hill at the beginning to get you going on it. And then a lift hill at the end to get you back to the station. Not a lift hill to take you to more ride or more fun. It is Mm -hmm. a we are done lift hill. Uh, (laughs) And when you're on that, you go past like what looks completely like an empty uh, tram station. Like, was this a train or was there even like a a, a carousel in here? I'm not sure. And then you're down on the ground and it's completely visible. You can walk right up to the fence of it. You just can't go in it. So like this, like 
you know, what used to be a train station or something. I looked it up. Um, what is now the Ninja Loading Station was once the top station for a similar thing, an Angel's Flight type. I, I forget the, the term. Funicular? Like, the funicular, that's right. Yeah. Uh, uh, cool word. Um, it, but a similar thing. Like, so nin- the Ninja Station became, uh, that, that was a train station, it became the Ninja Station. The bottom one uh, has been closed since 1981. <laughs> <laughs> Just in the park, unlabeled. You could see it on a ride. You could see it if you walk up to it. 40 years of closure. And the, the park has only been open since 1971. <laughs> so for 80% of the existence of Magic Mountain, which we, it's changed wow. ownerships. But the one thing that has never changed is this one train station that they've never, they haven't even like turned it into a picnic area. Just nothing. <laughs> How about the observation tower uh, sort of thing? Were you able to get in that? Didn't try that. That doesn't sound great in, in COVID times in terms of like proximity to people. So I'm, yeah. I'm not sure. And I don't I don't know if it was if it was running uh, um, detail. I forgot earlier. So we go up to the guest service counter and just with no particular plan. We're just like, well, if we kind of like let's just see if they can tell us what's going on with Justice League and will it be open anytime soon? Or would they even give us something a little nice to make it up to us? Sure. The reason uh, for our visit. And we go in there and it is two girls on their phones who do not look up at us. <laughs> we say out loud, oh, so what's going on with Justice League? Justice League Justice League's closed. And they just go like, yeah. And glare <laughs> until we leave, which we or do. Jessica's um, most devious henchwomen. <laughs> <laughs> um, they must be in cahoots the ultimate they scheme they have that secret power is not giving a shit at all <laughs> <laughs> this fog is powerful but uh, weed smoke makes you impenetrable to caring about anything yes <laughs> um, so yeah just a, it was a mean guest service and an inexplicably closed ride and uh, with that I kick it to you guys because I haven't been on this ride oh man that's all so, right and it, all and it right. occurred to me like well like there's a part of me that's you know like well uh, this this ruins the episode now we cannot possibly do the justice that we're going to have to reschedule I'm going to have to come back and then I think two things one no that's pretty par for the Six Flags course probably I think we leave it in I think uh, that's my report mm-hmm. is that it was closed the other thing that occurs to me is I don't want to come back to Magic Mountain <laughs> ever oh, no. again we both drove uh. out of here just like just drained it, it really like uh, um and, and again, I'll, I'll we'll move it over to the ride. But just the other thing, because this is where it really hit us, is that like, okay, well, that's closed, and we can't find a beer that isn't a hassle. So now we're just walking around, and we're walking around this store that's called like the Looney Tunes uh, Superstore. I don't know, uh, um, but it is like um, it is so sun faded, and the paint oh, is cracking off of the thing. There's a sign. That is so sun bleached that Bugs Bunny is only eyes and a mouth. Like every other, he was gray. He was too like, close to tipping. Like the billboard of Dr. T.J. Ecclesburg from The Great Gatsby. That's God. That's an allegory for God. He's watching the sins of man occur in Valencia. Oh, only man. eyes now, the watchful eyes of Bugs. Did you see Mrs. Taz anywhere, Scott? Oh yeah, wait, I got I got a big yeah, because Mrs. Taz is right at the right at the entrance. Uh I got a I got a lovely picture of Mrs. Taz uh through some glass. Oh yeah, there uh, she is. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. great. I love um, her. She's right at the A little start. cross-eyed, a little the mouth kind of lean in one way, big bright lipstick. Uh loved that. Um, but just this store, like 
you know, we looked up on the like there's there's big like pillars or something that are supposed to look like palm trees and there's just like white tape all over them <laughs> and then there, there's a a weird statue of the looney tunes and it looks like uh, two things here it looks to me like foghorn leghorn is trying to strangle you he's like walking up like he's part zombified like <laughs> must grab neck also looks like uh uh elmer fudd is about to shoot like ex- execute Tweety Bird in the back of the head. <laughs> I think it's like grab Tweety by the scruff. Yeah, yeah. Like, That's <laughs> right. You'll forget it and it, it won't be painful this way. Wow. That's right, Lenny. That's right. The rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> yep, at the rabbits. Uh, and then there's a there's a, 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 a Daffy Duck with just like a big like iron what do you, what do you even call it? it's just like a big iron chain around his, his scratched <laughs> up an ankle. it's not an ankle oh, bracelet no. it's not an ankle bracelet but it's like not a, a sobriety ankle bracelet, bracelet no but uh, um it, he is just like tethered to the ground with metal <laughs> daffy uh, duck has been entrapped by the one of the mischievous mischievous devious traps of jigsaw the famous killer <laughs> it's kind of if they tighten it, the half of his foot would just come clean off. Mm-hmm. Um, around this time, we were saying how this store and a lot of parts of the park, it's like a, any uh, any target, any target that you can go to is nicer, cleaner. I trust the food more, uh, the <laughs> better themed. I would say we like we carpool. We parked close to there in a little st- boring strip mall with a Marshalls and a Ross and a and a Five Below, and we were like that strip mall was like a better <laughs> themed experience than Six Foot. Like almost any low any your mall, you the listener, your mall I think is is nicer and cleaner than it's like somehow this thing that people travel to and through, uh, uh, you know, daily but by the thousands is like. Worse than any Marshalls. I truly do believe this. <laughs> well, uh, Anthony Geo coined a phrase that I think a lot of the listeners know. Um, and I think Scott might have to amend his version of the phrase. Because, uh, of, of course, Anthony's phrase was six flags sucks and I love it. And mm-hmm. I have to agree uh, because it does seem what you're saying. Like there was just like loose tape on on what was that even i was looking at like a piece of green like scenery like an indoor palm tree yeah. in a very like flu- yeah. eerie fluorescent room that had signs that say tasmanian devil above nothing but dc capes yeah and i don't think and i was trying to analyze this too i'm like are we being elitist by this and it's like six flags is like the third major i mean what is cedar fair bigger than six flags like this isn't like a local park we're clowning on because we think the like the budget for the ride is bad. Mm-hmm. It's like Yeah. Yeah, we're not going like Kenobi Lake, you're in our crosshairs. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Stupid. She shouldn't have even tried. Anyways. Yeah. It's yeah. Just we're, we're charmed by places. We're charmed, I think, by lower budgets uh, often. But what is really the excuse? Is it a lower budget? Or we have it, to look uh, into this. We have to look into this and really figure out if like they're truly like hurting for money or just management for so long it's just been so badly managed that are are you saying that the Time Warner company might not be good well, at attention to detail? <laughs> the people who launched HBO Max, uh, it, it took six extra months to get it onto Roku, the most popular streaming uh, service <laughs> device well, in the is, country. Is it Time? Isn't it not Time Warner anymore? 
Well, that the Discovery merger still has to get approved. I no, believe. I'm saying doesn't six six uh, Time Warner doesn't own Six Flags anymore, right? Isn't didn't it change? Oh, I'm not sure. Did it change hands? It's changed hands so many times. I over think the it's. Years. I think it has changed hands somewhat, or I may just be very confused because it changes hands every few months. I feel like. Um, okay, so I was looking this up, and Six Flags is not owned by Time Warner. Time Warner sold it in 1998. Oh, and they've changed the name. It was bought. The company was later rebranded Premier. It was Premier Parks. So Premier Parks bought it, but then they've changed their name, their name to Six Flags, and then they filed for bankruptcy in 2010. It looks like or to, uh, That's 2009. That's the Snyder era. Yeah, yes, we know exactly. where they were having trouble then. So yeah, if you want to listen back, we did a Patreon exclusive episode about uh, the time when Six Flags decided to start their own business where they <laughs> cut kids' hair in the mall, <laughs> and that's not a joke. That's real. <laughs> Uh, and go to our Patreon to listen to that. Uh, you just said uh, you were just reading in a very dry manner how, like, oh, and then there was kind of disagreements about the direction of the company, which now, that looks very boring on paper, but right. the <laughs> disagreement was some people think they should focus on roller coasters. Others thought they should focus on giving children haircuts <laughs> while they watch <laughs> videos of roller coasters. That's right. Six Flags um, is so. Oof. What's so? You think it's Premier Parks? I, nobody wants to admit that they own it. It's Premier Parks, and it's there Premier was Parks, almost yeah. a merger with Cedar Point. There was that. Uh, there was that, Cedar that, Fair. That, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah, and and so they've yeah they've re Premier has rebranded to call themselves like Six Flags Inc. or something or Six whatever. We'll do. We should mm. do a real deep dive on this because I bet there's a lot of fascinating stuff here. But by and large, what, my point was just like, they have the money to take the tape off of things. Like, I'm just saying, like, we're not being like snooty, like, oh, we wouldn't, like, we don't like a ride unless it has a budget of over $50 million. Like, we're not like that. Yes, a, a charming, a, like, here's a here's a funny, janky ride with like a, you know, like a, a an odd little skeleton puppet or yeah. whatever. We're probably going to like that. We're probably right. going to be charmed by the, you know, the, as evidenced by Knott's. Like, Knott's is... You know, it certainly has a lot of money, but there's like there's just the the spirit there. Um, here you just have like, uh, you know, like you if you want to be an ultimate, like spend all the the most money you can within the Six Flags organization, you can be a Diamond Elite member. And there's nothing to me like seeing the word Diamond in pixelated, <laughs> like it's in low res. This was printed out huge. Like it, was, <laughs> it looks whole, like this is what I don't understand. Like uh, uh, charmingly cheap uh, uh, attractions. Or this has been here since the '40s, and it's never changed. That's one thing. A sign that they printed a year ago that with where they just didn't like do it right at Kinko's. That I that I don't get. I don't know. There's no charm <laughs> to it. I'm confused. I don't know why it has to be that way. And also, the pizza in this photo looks horrible. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh. This is a whole. First of all, when you showed us that first picture, it looked like like a that like when you get handed like cards for escorts on the sunset or on the Las Vegas Strip, uh, whacking those cards around in your yeah, face. Yeah, you're like, I don't. Please no. Um, but yeah, I don't. There's, <laughs> yeah, this this sleep honestly, with Diamond Elite tonight. This you can is, be a Diamond Elite member. You'd be a Diamond Elite. Hey, you guys. Hey, you guys want to be a Diamond Elite? 
You guys want to be a Diamond Elite? I have a limo work waiting for you over here if you want to be a Diamond Elite. <laughs> uh, is Diamond Elite, by the way, is this where you get to f you get like a free uh, three-course meal every day if you get it? I'm, I'm reading it now. Well, no, you got to oh, add my... on member dining. Oh, that's dining. member dining. I, I, sorry, and I was confused. You still have to... Oh, my God. But you can well, get, I think it's still you can like get 80 50 percent off if yeah. you are Diamond Elite. So. I, think it's like, I think it's like 80 bucks, and I think one year we should do it, or at least Jason should do it, and see, like, Jason just drives up to Valencia to get all of his meals for a year to just eat like yeah <laughs> eat a list burger uh that's your kitchen now <laughs> look at the way it's 50 savings on too many spaces almost everything in the park and in the middle of the word everything is just like a screw is <laughs> right in the word oh i like <laughs> that, that. this is that what I, like. I don't this is what i don't get and and it makes me all just to segue to the ride it makes me i was i having done half of my day and by that, I mean an hour and a half of my three hour day. I, I was wondering like, okay, so how did they, how with the, this level of detail, how does this place pull off a dark ride? How do they pull off their attempt at a Buzz Lightyear, Astro Blasters or a, a Spider-Man? Honestly, like that's kind of what they're trying to do. Um, how does this organization that has screws in the middle of pixelated words and black tar overflowing <laughs> from everything, what, how, how, how is this ride? And I have to leave it to you guys to tell me. Well, of course, uh, my experience with the ride is that the, the Valencia teen who was working there didn't give me the 3D glasses. So I rode the ride not getting to experience the 3D, which I thought was good for this. Jason is the only one who's actually read, uh, ridden the ride in the correct manner, in the correct way. Yeah. I think I've ridden it twice and uh, didn't really have any um, trouble. It, it went as it was supposed to, you know. Well, you are Mr. Lucky Guy, I'm, I I'm Mr. Lucky Guy. Yeah, <laughs> I got to see um, uh, all my favorite characters rendered in CG animation. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I did get to hear... I, and so one thing I'll say about this ride, I think it's elevated um but uh over some of the batman attractions we did by the sheer presence of um the voice of kevin conroy, conroy. uh yes. the voice of batman in the batman animated series and a number of video games and other attractions he's on he's um, on some of those rides we were we were watching i think yeah, um, he is. But then some of them are a little more generic. The Joker is not Mark Hamill. I looked that up. Right, right. It sounds right. like Mark Hamill, but it's a Pretty guy. That style. It's that style. It's a guy named, I think it's Troy Baker. I have it here in my notes somewhere. Um, yeah, Troy Baker. And he he's done the Joker's voice on some, uh, you know, direct-to-video, direct-to-streaming movies. And I think he does a pretty good job. Yes, um, I agree. I, I mean, That's a pretty good Joker. The actual execution of this ride, there's little things I can tease them about here and there, but uh, I think overall, I I do like well, it. Overall, I think yeah. it, it's, and it's be, probably because the contract, like the companies that they hired to do this, Sally Corporation and Oceaneering Entertainment Systems, like have done a lot of theme park work. Like these are not like new companies. Um, yeah. Oceaneering Entertainment Systems are the ones who saved uh, the Jaws ride, they were the second group to work on the Jaws ride in Orlando. Like, after all the troubles, they, they had an opening. The, uh, right. Because they, they dealt with it. underwater mechanics, right? not yes. theme park rides initially. And now they've, then they made the shift into having a theme park division. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, also, let me say, just uh, to praise it, 
the just the mere fact that it is the Hall of Justice, the famous Super Friends base for the Justice League. Which now that I'm saying this, Jason, help me out here. Is the Super is the Hall of Justice? Is its first appearance in Super Friends the like kind of cheesy cartoon from the 70s? Oh, that's a good question. I actually guess I said the that, Justice I don't know. League. They've had a number of different number headquarters. Of different they had a satellite-based one. They had a mountain in the 90s, you know. Yeah. I love um, the Grant Morrison Watchtower Justice League base that was on the moon. Yeah. There yeah, um, there's one on the moon. Um they were international in the early 90s, so they had mm. like embassies. <laughs> So they yeah. were all over the place. I'll look that up. First appearance of Hall of Justice. So, uh, so just the mere fact that they have recreated something that's pretty iconic, if you if you know about this stuff, uh, is awesome. Because that's like again next level yeah. for Six Flags. It's not like there's any like kind of iconic Looney Tunes style building. And I, as I say that, maybe I'm wrong in any of the parks. The Carrot Coliseum, which they I guess do the have. Carrot Coliseum. Um, but Tweety's I these rusty cages. They do have that. I guess there's not like a famous cliff they could show you from like Wiley e. Coyote and Roadrunner. Uh, Here's different cliffs, yeah. Um, but yeah, so so just getting to be by the thing, by the Hall of Justice is pretty awesome. Because again, as much as we as there was more Marvel representation in the parks and different parks around the world, we're still lacking in as we've said before, the X-Men's mansion. We're still lacking in the Fantastic Four building. It's not like there's just so much Marvel like famous iconography that we get to see in parks. There's not. So we have the Avengers LA Live is what we have. We now. have the, the we Avengers, have the Avengers yeah. LA Live. Yes, they they decided like you know what we won't take from the comics. Uh, we won't take the thing where the Avengers live in a giant weird mansion in Central Park. Uh, yes. Although I guess in the comics eventually they are like living in Stark Tower anyway. So they just they did pull that. But it's like when yeah, location a, sense of place is so much fun and, and it's the kind of building where like the maybe the third floor will be apartment, second floor is Avengers headquarters, but maybe the bottom they lease out to like Wolfgang Puck or uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, maybe uh, Scotty Pippen's doing a restaurant, you know, he could go down there. Sure. And for the MTV Video Music Awards future, I'll do his performance on the roof and there'll be helicopters videotaping him. It'll be mm-hmm. cool. It'll be cool. Look cool. Yeah, look, it's glowy. It's cool. Yeah, sure. I mean, look, it's it's the cameras are so good now you'll be able to see all the bandages he's playing around with you know yeah uh uh i have an answer the hall of justice first appeared in super friends um so that is correct that is first appearance so that's a that's uh scott have you ever watched you've seen super friends i assume yeah i mean generally yeah yeah i'm not i'm not saying oh you gotta watch super friends it is what it is if you saw, saw one you know what it is um, but yeah, but that it's is very, but it's like the sillier and yes. uh, yeah. kind of thing. And that's the building they recreated, which right. is neat. Yes. Very fun that they went with that. That like, I guess the, oh, I would, the only thing I would prefer is like seeing like the, I guess the 66 Wayne Manor, the Batman, six, the Adam West Wayne Manor or like Batcave recreated in a, like a fun, cause it's a fun choice. I, they used, they used different versions of the hall of justice later in like more serious stories and stuff. But um, yeah, that great. bat cave is kind of just, you know, that cave that Bronson, it's kind of just when the bat, when the Batmobile drives, it's just sort of like goes through like two big leaves. Basically. Yes. Yeah. Basically <laughs> there yeah. kind of is no, <laughs> they were there. They went a little lo-fi with the bat cave, the bat cave exterior. That is. Yeah. 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 Inside yeah if it. you're, if you don't know what we're talking about, if you're in Los Angeles, you, there's a neighborhood in Hollywood where you keep just driving up the hill and eventually you can get to the, the Batcave. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Uh, mm. Yeah, which is very fun. And if you like that, do it. Um, so, so that immediately gets you, puts you in the mood. It's not fully themed around. There's still like stuff. And I think we talked about in the episode, there's like Tweety Bird on the loudspeaker outside of, of, the, uh, of the Hall of Justice. So it's not perfectly themed. There's sound bleed from other things. But again, Six Flags, you're like, whoa, that's cool. This is great. This is going to be cool because this feels, this feels different than most of the other experiences. Well, yeah, I did like the outside. Yeah, uh, so you got to appreciate that, Scott. Um, I did. I did like that. And the store is great. I love that they're selling capes. They're trying to make capes happen. Yes, as capes. Theme park. They've been doing that for a while, and that does here. make a lot of sense. I will say, uh, I wouldn't want you, to, uh, if I had some kids, I would be like, uh, put the capes on when we get home. Do not wear the capes on the roller coaster or the rides. You don't want to flip yeah. like a thing that's flying behind you while there's you know mechanics and gears and you could get yeah. goo on you could get goo on the cape is what i'm you saying you get goo on it. it incredible rules it's like the incredibles you know edna mode like no capes no capes you yes. don't want to yes yes, yes. yes. Yeah, i thought of that completely yes yeah. this is a decapitation recipe waiting to happen yes but yeah. i do like the, the capes in general i will say sky note scott did you see a lot all the batman forever I cannot like the fonts and stuff on the games and then on the Riddler's Revenge. Did you pay attention to any of that? I, I, well, I didn't go too close to the Riddler's Revenge. Again, I didn't, you know. Were you worried that you would get on my... it if by getting too close to it? I would just end up. <laughs> I mean, that's what I thought when I was a kid, because when the people mover would go into Space Mountain. Yeah. You just... Like we're just going to the track will just switch. And now we're on Space Mountain. Right. Um, so, yeah, there's some of that. Some of that's lingering. I am, by the way, am disappointed. I didn't. I, I think a beer would have gotten me on Batman. The right. I need that. Yeah. I need it to fly. I think I honestly, to, Riddler, uh, I need swear, it to fly uh, like Batman. Yeah. Riddler's Revenge. I swear. I think you could have done fine. I really don't think it's that big of a deal. Really? It's an mm. odd way to stand mm. on her. It's a standing coaster. And again, as we demonstrated on the other episode, when I sadly used E.T. to be the seat of the coaster, uh, it do- is a little odd getting into it. But once it's there, you're, it's, you've got your mommy harness. You feel very yeah. like locked into yeah. it. And it's, it's not... I can grip mommy. Yeah, you can grip mommy. And it's not much more intense than the thing we went on at Knott's or... Yeah, I think I think that I think next time, soon next time when you go, I think we will mm. you'll do Riddler's Revenge and and mm, love it. well, some of those words don't resonate with me like soon. <laughs> they are very. Time. What if I added the modifier very too soon? <laughs> it's probably le- very less appealing. Okay, all right. I, would say, I got an email the next day saying, "Hey, you can still if you pay us twenty more dollars, you can get an annual pass." And I was like, "No, delete." <laughs> You should have need those twenty dollars for anything else. You should have when you went. <laughs> go ahead, Jason. Did you? Oh, I was gonna say, did you go before Labor Day or after? Before. Okay, so still kind of the summer season. Kind of odd to have your big only dark ride close. Yes, well, so yes you were one of your only air conditioned experiences. Well, again, they look. They told me they didn't know what was wrong with it. Can you? <laughs> As if it was like a, a horse that had diarrhea or something. It, well, yeah, I know what's wrong with today. I know it's what's wrong. The horse, the storm. Uh-oh. Horse can't get any ivermectin. Like, how <laughs> does I'll tell you what's wrong with that goddamn horse. Nobody's point. thinking about these horses eating all the horse paste. Horses yeah. need that paste. That's true. Yeah. Also, my under the table ivermectin sales, like I was already bootlegging it, you know? Like <laughs> I can't get it to resell. It's tough times for everyone right now. Yeah. 
your uh, online horse paste business. Yeah. <laughs> Jason's good old fashioned artisanal. I almost had them sponsoring the podcast and they were just like, oh, pod- podcasting. Interesting. Like, oh, we should look into that. <laughs> Jason, <laughs> Jason just sells a variety of pastes in general. All types of paste yeah. Jason sells. <laughs> uh, uh, I was going to say, Elf, Scott. Moose. Moose paste, uh, sparrow <laughs> paste, <laughs> all the paste. Uh, Scott, could you try negotiating with the email address, the Six Flags email address, like where they say $20 for an annual pass, and you go, well, throw in dining, and it's a deal. Could you think you could go back and forth with a high-level negotiation oh, maybe. to see hmm, what hmm. perks Well, you, you want me get? to send that and see uh, if anything I'd happens? I love it. Yeah, right now. Yeah, please. If you could say. <laughs> All right. Well, then go ahead, and you can describe more ride details, and I'll, I'll begin this uh, correspondence. Uh, okay. Yeah, you could draft um, up like a legal, like a counteroffer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might keep it real brief. How All about right, 10? Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how about 10 is funny, too. Uh, so, yeah. So, ba- so a uh, thing we should say about Just League is everyone appears to be a little bit different. Uh, not appears to be, is. Everything's like a little bit laid out differently. Um, the one mm-hmm. at Magic Mountain, um, you go into a big, and I, again, listen to the podcast, the right episode about Fright Fest. You go into like kind of a big, empty-ish feeling room. And then you go into another room that also feels empty, but the cyborg animatronic is in there. And he then explains yeah. to you sort of what the narrative of the ride is. And like I saw the Six Flags Great America one, the uh, animatronic is more by the loading area for the cars. It's in the same room as that one. Um, so they're all different. They're all a little different. They all have got different uh, quirks and personality. Yeah, the... Um... Uh, uh, the Magic Mountain one is notable. The most recent one, the Magic Mountain one, uh, notable for having a slightly different ending than a lot of the others. And it adds in Harley Quinn, um, right. which might have been a thing, uh, you know, an agreement with the municipalities of Valencia and Santa Clarita because Harley Quinn is in the official city stamp. So, uh, you know, that <laughs> might have been... <laughs> Sixty percent of our residents dress like the on the daily. Uh, this is an area where Harley Quinn is too popular, very popular. Uh, the other thing I don't think we've said about the ride: this is an award-winning. This is a yes. 2018 Theo Award for Outstanding Achievement in the Attraction category. Uh, that is the Themed Entertainment Awards, which are put on by the TEA, mm-hmm. uh, the Themed Entertainment Association. Um, I I officially can say now for a fact Thea is said IAPA the International Association of Amusement Parks is said T-E-A is spelled out and so I've gotten roasted for that before I think I've got it figured out now what a roast what a roast so uh, someone, yeah someone made fun of you for regular saying rickles so I think someone one. made fun of me for saying I-A-A-P-A and I was like oh I didn't immediately jump to IAPA but mm. I have now watched videos where people say IAPA and Got Thea. It. What um, a fool Jason was what? for saying each letter of the acronym. A fool. Uh, <laughs> to the roast with him. To the roast for me. So, uh, yeah. And as I was saying, this ride made by the Sally Corporation. And you got to give it up for Sally Dark Rides just for the sheer weirdness of the variety of <laughs> rides they have made. Uh, they're yeah, good. I have a... I have a proposition. Uh, I've been wanting to bring this up. I because I when they came up with uh, maybe one of those New Hampshire ones we talked about with Mookie. I just like I never heard of this. I never heard of that. I think that we should do a, maybe a second gate that is some kind of like Sally Dark Ride 
potluck kind of situation. Oh, yeah, that's good. Where we yeah. all pick one and teach the others about it because there's such odd, idiosyncratic, weird, charming, janky uh, uh, that involve IPs where you're like, that has a ride. I like, uh, um, I think uh, just to to, to uh, plant a flag in that here, I think something with Sally would be fun. I think that's right. Yeah, they because in New Hampshire at Kenobi Lake Park, they did the Mine of Lost Souls. They okay. they um, I think redid it actually, um, but don't quote me on that. But like, yeah, they've done a Scooby Doo kind of haunted ride. Then they did the copyright free Boo Blasters on Boo Hill when they had to yank all the Scooby Doo stuff out of the Paramount parks. They did Knights in White Satin, The Trip, maybe the strangest dark ride ever made based no. on the <laughs> Moody Blues song that lasted less than a year. And, it, and then it was gutted and turned into the Monstars of Rock, which... Uh, I forgot there was a second version. Weird. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, um, <laughs> I, uh, one of the, one of the uh, theme park YouTube channels was just exploring the Hard Rock Park, the abandoned Hard Rock Park campus, and the stuff they came across was bizarre. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Architectural drawings, piles and piles of merchandise. Oh, yeah. Uh, Two of the Moody Blues are here. Two of the Moody... (laughs) Yeah. Subsession guys. (laughs) We're not... Look, we're not done with Hard Rock Park. We'll get there, too. We'll put a pin back in that, too, because we Mm, we can't be done with that. It's been too long. I miss it. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, Sally, for sure. Like, they've made such a variety of things. Um, yeah. And it, the ride is, I mean, I forget what even came out in 2018, but the ride, I will say as much as we're goofing around, like the ride is cool. If I had my 3D glasses on, I think I would have thought, oh, that's a cool, solid Justice League ride where you get to, this is what, this is what, if it um, fulfills all the things I say. And sometimes I, if I were griping about um, um, Rise of the Resistance, it's like, Rise of the Resistance is awesome. But like for that budget, like why don't we have every Star Wars character in it? Why don't I get an interaction with like every character from every all nine movies or whatever in there? And this one is like, yeah, you get the whole ju- the Justice League's there, Joker's there, Harley's there, Lex Luthor. Like you, you get... like it better than Rise of the Resistance. I didn't say I like because... it better. No, no. Just like <laughs> just by if you're judging it on that. No, I'm just nope. saying I'm it's like a get... stacked lineup. That's you got I'm, Superman, yes. Supergirl, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, Flash, Green yeah. Lantern, I'm Cyborg, Batman. I'm saying it's... it's see my friends. Is yeah, thing see your I've... friends. You're right. It doesn't show you flashcards of of characters you recognize. Okay, you you should have you got to go down to uh, what my son did uh, the 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 chain in SeaWorld with yes. Cookie Monster and Elmo and Big Bird. <laughs> You point at them and then you leave. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's what Rise of, Rise of the Resistance, they spent all that money. It should have been a chain with flashcards on it. pictures of the characters I like. It should be Jar Jar. It should be Babu Frick. It should be, uh, I don't know, Lando. All of them. Yeah. Um, the, this lineup, almost too powerful to be in this predicament. <laughs> uh yes yes you're right yes it seems like that you should have like a crazy mega threat if you're if you're stacking this justice league lineup that's what you're saying right jason yeah that's what i'm saying uh uh yeah because you have this version the ones in america have uh lex luther and the joker the the original like impetus for this ride was they made a sally made a ride called justice league alien invasion 3d for warner brothers movie world in australia and that one, you fight Starro the Conqueror. Right. Recently uh, featured star in Su- of, Suicide Squad. Yeah. Yes. Suicide Squad. Although they make him look a little more like a guy in the ride in Australia. Like, it, he should just be a giant starfish giant, with, like, yeah. hundreds of little starfish. 
Right, which is a great. I, I uh, love. But, I'm a big Starro fan. Anyway, go ahead. Scott. Yeah, uh, su- suicide uh, on the Suicide Squad notice. That weird store with all the tape everywhere and Daffy in the chain. Um, you it, that is where you can go if you want to buy a big stand, a life size standee of Adam Beach in Suicide Squad. Oh, okay. <laughs> they have a mm-hmm. standee. Okay. All right. Who that's plays actually... what? Do you know offhand the character? Now I can't think of it. Uh, I have not who... seen this film. <laughs> I didn't I recognize this person. <laughs> is he the one? Is he in both of them? I I have a I have a problem Slipknot. remembering. Slipknot. Uh, okay. Yeah. So if you want to buy, uh, yeah, if you want to buy, a they don't have Slipknot. like they don't have like Cena Peacemaker standee or anything. Only Slipknot. I think Slipknot's mostly cut out of the movie. I believe. I believe the, the first there. one to eat it, Slipknot. If I'm if I'm correct. Hmm. <laughs> huh. That why that's odd. <laughs> why would? Yeah. Only that. That's the only one. Okay. No. <laughs> Not Idris Elba. Is there any other is there any other piece of merch with an actor who played a character? No. Otherwise, it's just a drawing of Harley Quinn, drawing of Batman, but you can't buy Adam Beach specifically. What? Idris Elba, no Margot Robbie? That's very odd. No, no, no. No uh, way. No way. Yeah. <laughs> you should have asked somebody at the like, oh, can I get an Idris Elba standee? And I assume they would have said like the answer would have been no. <laughs> if there, if if the phone was looked up from, yeah, that's fair. And they it would have been no. <laughs> Sorry, Jessica has doused her minions in a very dank strain of indica, and they're going right into the couch, and they are not helping your ass. <laughs> oh man, these henchmen! henchmen. I think she could have she could have tied to uh, change the tide in in this right. If she's if if, if she's helping out Lex and. Uh... Um, she's yeah. a 3D yeah, right. character, yeah. Justice League, even the All Star lineup doesn't stand a chance. Uh, uh, I'll say about Lex, this is a pretty clear motive. This is, uh, you know, kind of a evergreen DC comic story of Lex Luthor thinks the real menace is the Justice League, and he can keep order if he's in charge. Like that is the starting point for the storyline of the ride. Yeah, and that's a classic. Yeah, Lex, it's je- it's jealousy generally is what fuels Lex. Uh, most of the incarnations of Lex Luthor. And yeah, this seems to be a similar one where he says he's going to do it, but he's, look, he's bad. You can't trust him. He's a bad you guy. You can't trust him, no. Um, and then... I mean, just his association with the Joker alone, you know he's, like, not all the way there. Of course. Why would you ever, ever, even being a bad guy, team up with the Joker? Doesn't make any sense. He's chaotic. He's, un- uh, he's uh, unpredictable. Any version of the Joker, too. Joaquin Joker. Yeah. Cesar Romero Joker, all unpredictable. Not a good person to have on the team, in my opinion. No. Doesn't no. belong in a team, really, at all. Yes, that's no, true. No, not really. I mean, he's often in the Legion of Doom, but I, he's not a team player. The Injustice Gang, they call them sometimes. Um, yes. The, the Legion of Doom is like the collection of bad guys, and then Injustice Gang is also a collection of bad guys. It's the same, similar. You can use them fairly interchangeably. And as I say that, some comic book guy is going to be very upset with me because I'm just like going to be one... Sp- like, Black Manta was never on the like Injustice Gang or something. They're going to be very upset. Black Manta being the uh, Aquaman villain. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, uh, to recap, so, so you get like this video here and you get to see Lex, you get to see Superman. The CGI is pretty good, but as I said in the other episode, like, it seems like nobody knows what to do with their hands. They seem a little bit nervous on camera. <laughs> Lex Luthor and Superman both <laughs> seem like maybe this is their first time on camera. They should take an acting class, maybe an on-camera class, just to see sort of the quirks 
that uh, human beings have when they get in front of a camera. Can we just frame me here up? Yeah. Is that what you say, frame? Is that is that right? <laughs> it's the Ricky Bobby where he's like his hands keep like coming into frame when he's doing the interview to try to grab the <laughs> microphone. Uh, it's basically the same thing. Uh, real yeah. quick. The little piece of tape. That's my spot. I should be on my spot. <laughs> is what it is called it? a spot? Is it called a spot? <laughs> is it stage right and left in movies? <laughs> okay, I know you pan left and right and you tilt up and down. I do know that. Does that help? Uh, a real, a real quick side note is when I took a, fir- a, a commercial class, uh, I got on camera, and the first thing is I, I said my name and then I yawned, uh, and that was a bad wow. thing to do. <laughs> when you're taking a class to be a, an actor. Um, so I, I sympathize with what I'm saying with the first-time performers. Yeah. It's great about podcasts, and we've all yawned. We can yawn mm-hmm. over and over. Yeah, no, it'll Stare know. at our phones like Valencia teens. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, you get that gist of what Jason was saying with Lex's plan, and then you go, and then if it's Magic Mountain, you go into the next room, and that is where you see Cyborg, which is a cool animatronic. Yeah. Um, and is like, um, I guess it, I, what I like about this and I like about Cyborg is that they're kind of doing cartoon. Like it's, it's cartoonish. It's closer to like comic or like even like it's not fully like the Bruce Tim animated style, but it is closer to the stuff that I have more affection for. And as much as I like any of the TV shows or movies, I do like the comic look a lot. Other than if they were just fully going to make a Batman 66 ride or a Batman Forever ride, God bless, let's do it. But if it's between this or more a um, way like a way realistic human depiction of all these characters i go for more comic or cartoon like like is spider-man in orlando yeah yeah it's this isn't the uh uh recent dc movies where like superman is like <laughs> it's the end of a two-hour movie and he's like snapping a dude's neck and it's like oh okay this is what we're doing <laughs> now, all right yeah i mean i'm i'm again i've talked about this before with the snyder movies i was very much like cranky about those snyder movies because i was like oh that's gonna be so bleak i have come fully around to snyderverse and i like uh the snyder justice league a lot and cyborg specifically he got done so dirty in that uh, Whedon version. He has such a much better, great story in the Justice uh, uh, Snyderverse. But they're not doing that. They're not doing... And I will say this, Justice League is not as bleak and dark as those other movies, the Batman Superman that, or Man of Steel. That's true. Uh, I, I think the longer Batman Superman is, is less bleak. I just remember yes. watching Man of Steel going like, oh, what is this? Um, uh, there's a, a cup of piss in the Batman versus Superman movie. That's really there is odd. a mischievous who, cup of why? piss. Uh, uh, it's who, a pr- did someone drink it? Scott, let me tell you, it's a prank on a senator. Yeah, uh, wow. And that should answer all of your questions. Um, <laughs> yep, yeah, covered. Got covered, it. covered. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think the last few years have taught us that the um, 2010s odd morality play of, like, good people like Marvel and bad people like DC, um, maybe there's bigger <laughs> things to worry about in the world. <laughs> the once-in-a-lifetime pandemic uh, kind of taught us that, like, oh, yeah, some of this doesn't really mean anything. Well, sure, uh, yeah. I mean, if it's like, oh, these, the Man of Steel doesn't have as many quips or something, I was like, okay, maybe maybe I shouldn't be so, like, upset that I don't get, like, the exact version of Superman I want. Um, but I do like Justice League. I think Justice League's good. I know you guys have not sat through the four-hour saga, but I do recommend it. 
Even I'll if do you're it. surprised that I haven't done it since we talked about this before, I can provide mm-hmm. that update. That's okay. Not... Uh, you'll get to look. You'll get to it. You'll get back to Six Flags. It'll all happen. Um, yeah. So what, what a review. Less yeah. bleak. Less bleak. You know. <laughs> Less bleak than other super. Less bleak than the you other know, ones. Once you restart HBO Max a couple times, and you'll be able to navigate to it when it stops freezing yes. on you. Um, but uh yeah but yeah no i like the cartoonier like i think that's a good way to do an evergreen kind of version of yes, it for because sure. yeah there are people who grew up with like the bruce tim kind of batman superman justice league and the um and then there's the ki- kids who grew up with teen titans and teen titans, teen titans go. go yeah i mean those were huge so like yeah and i i think it's uh uh it, it's a it's a good lineup of characters you see a lot of the big characters some of the you know secondary characters and uh yeah yeah and it feels like spider it feels like the orlando spider-man where it's like there's so many characters you like and you're put into like the the comic book uh like animated universe which is still like spider-man's the gold standard for this type of thing yeah there's some like little nods to like more very niche stuff in the con like they mentioned argus and star labs like these like go to uh sort of dc universe references are kind Mm -hmm. of scattered throughout but you don't really need to know them right yes yes so there's yeah there's stuff for like hardcore people there's enough for like mom and dad who just like superman or batman or whatever you know the characters that are like mass like you know superman batman betty boop the three characters that like everybody sort of knows everyone knows yeah if you can buy it on a tin lunchbox in a store that just says it sells quote-unquote gifts and you're not quite sure how they stay in business. Everyone knows those characters. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, go uh, ahead. And, uh, another thing about this ride, I think that's unique to this specific dark ride, is that it is scattered basically all over the country. It's in Texas mm-hmm. and um, uh, Texas, outside of Chicago, outside of New York City. It's in Southern California. There's one in Mexico. Like, this is the rare, like, dark ride where it's, like, you can pretty much hit it in almost, besides, I guess, the Pacific Northwest, um, you can hit it in a lot of places. Oh, yeah. Is it the most reproduced, like, dark? It has to be, right? Dark ride? I mean, as far as, I guess... there just aren't that many Disneys. Right, exactly. So, it feels like maybe that is. Maybe there's the most versions of this specific ride. Um, Yeah, especially if you count that Alien Invasion 3D. Um, Huh. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, so you can get, you can get like a, like a local, the local version of it, I guess. It's like, this is like a chain. You can exactly, that's what, like, exactly where I was going. Like McDonald's is one kind of close to you. Right. And yeah. sometimes McDonald's will have a different menu item regionally. They're trying something different out or it's a, obviously it's a different building, mm-hmm. different, it's non non-standard McDonald's or something, depending and on the market. And as with this recent investigation that's going on, sometimes the McFlurry machine is broken mm-hmm. and sometimes the justice league ride is closed <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's get the ftc on this let's get the <laughs> ftc are the other ones closed are the other justice leagues closed oh that's a good question there should be a website like there is um to see if the ice cream machine is broken at a mcdonald's there should be a website that just says is the justice league ride broken at this six flags <laughs> and you can put in the zip code and it'll tell you if it's working or not um, but it doesn't say why that, that website for the McDonald's doesn't say why the ice cream machine is not working for a location, but, um, yeah. So 
yeah, something's wrong. Something <laughs> is wrong. Yeah. You're going to get. Um, now I'm in watching just videos of this. What does strike me about the ride is um, it's clearly going for Spider-Man, the Islands of Adventure ride. And it's all, but like a little too closely attached, like so many of the beats of it feel right. very similar. Yes. And we, yeah. you know, we end with a big chase where you're, you're going through the city streets and you're getting yanked, but you know, you're grabbing onto this vehicle or like transformers, you go through the, the floor of a building or there's a, there's a truck gag. There's kind of like a jump scare. Or yeah. Something. There's a truck there. It's definitely a, tr- I guess you would call it a trope at this point for like modern 3d rides. Cause even, and we haven't talked about it too much, but the knots, uh, the knots, um, berry tales ride similarly has like a very fast moving finale like that where you're kind of going through things and you're falling and it's like that mm-hmm. it feels like now because of maybe because of spider-man like that is has to be the end for a ride like this yeah yeah you're dropped there are some that are so close like there's a garbage truck gag as scott was saying and then you're dropped from a big height and it, uh, in in this case like Green Lantern makes like a track, like a little race car, stock car track for you to slow down, like come to a stop instead mm-hmm. of like Spider-Man webbing. Um, yeah, you there's some turns. I watched a making of video that Sally put out and they're like, yeah, we try to add it like some corkscrew or almost like upside down effects, which is like the Six Flags brand because it's so roller coaster heavy. Sure. Um so uh yeah i think i think there's a good amount of variety it's yeah the movement the range of movement in the car certainly evokes the spider-man ride but then there's like men in black buzz Lightyear kind of shooting elements to it as well yeah yeah is is it chaos when you're that it's 3d and there's spider-man kind of stuff because spider-man and transformers are not shooting rides so does right. having the shooting component make it all kind of too much too confusing? Uh, yes i think it's i i i am and i'm not always anti-interactivity because like toy story midway mini i think is great i think that's perfect even buzz lightyear's astro blasters i think is really good but i do and i've said this before cool. and maybe i said i'm in a black sometimes especially in a in a thing like justice league and i in the same way with the knots with with fairy tales it's like it would just be maybe better if we didn't have to do two things at once. Like, like you have to like aim and shoot, but then also just take in an insane amount of information that's being mm. thrown at you with 3d. Cause like a, a superhero battle, there's a lot of stuff going on. So it's like, what would be better? You having to make sure to like shoot at little like drone bad guys or pies on the knots thing, or just having like, again, intimate interactions like on spider-man <laughs> with the villains the villains pop onto the car you get right in their face and then the people leave the ride and they go oh i was like nose to nose with doc ock like that's sort of more of what i as a <laughs> as a rider of these rides want i want to get you know he knows to like close enough to like i you know i could have kissed him but the mood wasn't right yeah i would like to have kissed i would like to kiss every one of the sinister six and you that's what like, that ride uh, gives me. I can I can taste the kiss with all of the villains on that ride. You want Doc Ock to say like "Hello," like the whole car, like ET. Hello, Peter. Hello, Michael. Hello, <laughs> Scott. 
Uh, well, you know what, Jason? I, I uh, let me amend that. I would like him just to say hello to me. I would like him to just if there's a just, technology okay. technology that can make it so you just heard your name. Maybe this is the next um, leap forward in technology. If you could make it so the character only says your name and that's how you hear it, and we all hear our own names, then we feel like we're being singled out, like uh, Bruce Springsteen dancing in the dark, where we're getting like pulled out of the audience. <laughs> And singled out by a famous person, and now we know we are special. Doctor Octopus yeah. thinks I'm special, and he would only if he's gonna kiss somebody in the ride vehicle, he's gonna kiss me. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah, um, you're so, you're getting singled out to get fucked up by Alfred Molina. <laughs> well, if it's Molina, now that's a different thing than just General Doc Ock. But if we, yeah, if it's Molina, put Molina in Marvel in the new MCU Disney-fied Marvel land, and also have him say my name. And have us share a moment. Sure. So, but I. Do you ever just mutter to yourself on these rides? Say my name. (laughs) Say my name. (laughs) Uh, Mutter or enthusiastically yell. Uh, Either either way. You pick the volume. Yeah. Uh, It depends. It depends what's appropriate and which for which ride. If it's Justice League, I can yell it. If it's a smaller ride, maybe I just kind of whisper it and like, maybe I like kind of blow it away and like a kiss to the air to like send a wish, send send a wish into the universe. The teen next to you is just like, hey, can I go on again? This old guy (laughs) kept uh, mumbling and crying like when characters would show up with blowing kisses. And he he said they're not close enough to him. He wants to be nose to nose with them. That's what he keeps saying. Why am I They're turning nice? to me and saying, I need intimacy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, aside- who, do you, who do you want intimacy with on Justice? Who do you want a moment with the most? Uh, who, with, for the, with the most? Oh, that's a good, very good question. Um, as far as favorite characters, um, I guess it's so cliche, but I think it has to, un- it has to be, I was gonna, unfortunately, it has to probably be Batman. Just yeah. because there's so many versions of Batman that I'm a big fan of, um, so yeah, you could to, say like I love you, but thanks. Just thank the other ones for me too. Just thank every Batman this, if you see him. How about I? Yeah, he like Batman for is I like lean forward, I give him a little kiss on the cheek, and I go, "That's for all of you guys." And then That's I say like to share, send that, send that to all of them. <laughs> I <say>. Sorry, <laughs> sorry about your parents. I hope you've had to see less versions than I have. <laughs> or, or, uh, maybe I say maybe if the ride were to break down during the point where the the character was on the hood of the vehicle, I could go like one for Adam, one for Val, <laughs> one for Michael, and then we could just keep going along. <laughs> Even for Robert, even yes, I haven't seen him yet, but I love him already. Exactly. Uh, so if the ride breaks down, that'll be a good, that'll be a fun, mm-hmm. a fun little. Is, treat. is it safe to say that was the creepiest moment of the uh, all the episodes of this <laughs> oh, podcast? Man, this where far. I'm kissing a 3D <laughs> Batman and thanking you're old in your actors. parents' house. <laughs> my parents' house. Uh, <laughs> They're I'm, next. If they, I like to think your mom has laundry passing by right now. And then no, they've got like, the glasses on the wall up to <laughs> their ear. I do think so. I there's also a Lumel Nati's pizza order in as well that I'm like <laughs> hungering for at this point. We keep Lou. He keeps saying he can't he can't wait to be acquainted with the Robbie Pattinson Batman. <laughs> Honey, do you know what? that means if i were to open the door they're probably right behind they're probably just holding the glass 
Uh, I think well, that was your sure. whole childhood, though. Well, so. <laughs> it's a very good point. Uh, it's a very good point. Uh, uh, bug. No, there was a full bug. I was like bugged. It was like the FBI. <laughs> like I, the people, everyone, all my friends wore wires. Sure. <laughs> they were all. Yeah, they were all. They were all narcs. They were paid all paid by your mom. My mom was paying them each a couple hundred bucks a, a week. To your uh, your mom should talk to ju the Justice League because she was the only one able to outsmart the uh, schemes of Jessica to make sure you did <laughs> not get like a hit yeah. of dirt weed of like a <laughs> shitty little Chicago joint. Uh, yes, a very good point. Um, <laughs> It's just, I don't know, look, if you're, if you're going out with Michael tonight, it's just, uh, here's the thing. 11 years ago, he made little uh, sheets out of tissues for the Ghostbusters, and I'm just worried <laughs> he's going to do it again. He might do it in your car. He might light your car on fire, and I don't want that for you. So mm -hmm. uh, please, there, mic up. <laughs> here's $100, uh, and I want you to take care of this. Uh, yeah, no, I think any, all of that stuff is, uh, uh, that all happened. It's all real. All of it. It's, uh, was that what the line is? Real. All of it. It is. <laughs> it's true. It's true. All, all of it. Oh, it's true. All of it. Uh, Chewy, we're home. Uh, um, I have an, I, to be honest out of this, I have, I have another question about this, right? There's a bunch of, Lex Luthor has a bunch of like little bots and you're Lex supposed bots. to shoot at yeah, the Lex bots. Yeah, it's Lex bots. That's what I called them I mean, isn't earlier. this like, uh, maybe this is a case of Disney getting their after what would the spidey bots right exactly yes that is the thought i had as well that's very similar like kind of like faceless drones and it's the same and I, i'm so dragging on knots too i guess but like it's like there's endless i mean i guess we're shooting pies in that version but it is like with these things i think they feel like they need to make it so exciting and so fast that they just want to like throw so many drones at you to the point where it's like overwhelming yeah, I, you know, I think that is one of the things I like about the Australian, the original iteration of a Justice League ride, is that, uh, you know, a part of Star of the Conqueror as a character is that there's a million weird little starfish aliens everywhere. Yes. And that is an ideal target to shoot at and is yeah. so much more interesting than generic robots. So I think they should have i think they got more of a budget in america to make this ride and clone it so many times and i can see why that you would want to put lex luther and the joker in there because they're such recognizable characters i think they should have gotten starro in there too and just gone like all out with the bad yeah, guys i you know what i think that that's a I, that's a good plus up i also think that for any of these rides i think it would be better like you know how in i guess zelda has this where like link is fighting a big boss and there's like elements of now you first have to shoot the boss's like kneecaps out. Then you have to shoot, you know, something gets like weak, like, okay, that knocks off the armor. Then now you have like a weakness in the shoulder, like one villain or one boss or one task that everyone's trying to complete together. I feel like is better and more memorable than just everybody getting like 200 Lex bots thrown at their head. Does that make sense? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One clean, more in line with like when there is a big Bowser and you are exactly. trying to stop Bowser and like let's yeah, let's take out the floor under him or the, these little things he's throwing out. We get rid of those and then we get rid of him. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I'm not sure why the trend seems to be like little faceless things versus just like one character is on the screen for a minute and then in the same way that Toy Story Midway Mania is just like a flat kind of playing surface and stuff is fun and happens around that. Like if you, you know, throw the rings around the, 
rocket, all the thing shoots up and there's different things that are like surprises that can happen. But it feels like that's more satisfying than just a pummel, just a being pummeled. Yeah, I mean, I guess by making it robots, you kind of depersonalize it. It's like, it's it's just a machine. It's not a thing that's alive, You're you right. know? Um, the But the thing is, though, you know, I like about this, you can see your, like, beams. You can see what you're shooting. But then, <laughs> I don't think they really thought it through when the Justice League characters show up. Everyone immediately just starts shooting Batman out of the face. Like, you just <laughs> see all the beams immediately go to other characters. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's like a that's like a, a professional wrestling show in the late '90s with laser pointers too, though. Oh yeah, everyone's yeah, instinct no. is just. I did not have a laser pointer as a youth. I that was against the rules, and I did not have one. No, um, I was afraid of being blinded. I was terrified of being blinded. I also was terrified of being blinded by laser pointers. Scott, were you terrified of this? Um, was this phenomenon no. something you didn't experience? Uh, I, I feel like I had one and I hate to burst the, your bubble and then the mythologizing of the laser pointer, but I feel like maybe I had one on a pen and used it twice and then never again. Oh, man. I think it did not, uh, maintain as a, so yeah, I'm, I'm saying you, you, you weren't missing much. I see. So you weren't acting like the clown prince of crime with that laser pointer around town. I did not go school. out on a freeway overpass and try <laughs> to start nailing individual Got cars. Got you it. didn't go to a local municipal airport and just, <laughs> just try to <laughs> fuck around and find out. <laughs> <laughs> try flying to Detroit now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that's good. Um, yeah, which is good because I did have uh, an incredibly powerful laser pointer. Of course. Yeah. Extremely um, accurate. I had, yeah, I had like the Luxor light. Top of the line. <laughs> didn't, uh, yeah, I knew when not to use it. Uh, so I was going to say, too, with the, with the, I mean, I get it. The concern is like you're shooting lasers, like not bullets, which is, of course, good. But like you could shoot batarangs. You could shoot. There's different things. Like with Spider-Man, you're shooting webs and stuff. Um, yeah you're like shooting like uh, web pellets you i mentioned this on a on another episode but you you point out yeah you're not shooting bullets but there is a sequence like in and it's different in other versions like the great american version uh the, the version of great america uh there's a thing where a shelf of barrels falls down on you uh, a theme park standby prop barrels of course um mm -hmm. but it, it is kind of a cool effect and it's just some robots in that room like some industrial looking robots but at magic mountain it's some of the joker's goons and they just have automatic weapons and they're just firing them right at you like there's mm -hmm. no ray gun there's no gas like fog guns it's just like oh i don't know if these guys in like purge masks and orange jumpsuits firing ak's at me like oh, i don't know you might have maybe could uh cartoon that up a little bit yeah i'm worried about this happening to me any day for yeah. any reason so uh, yeah i'm concerned about this at the mall the post office a gas station a you know anywhere uh, how about a boxing glove gun you know how oh like a yeah big boxing glove shooting out of a gun that's yeah, that's fun. Jokery. Yeah. we can all yeah. enjoy that I'll say this on the complimentary side, the Joker on the crazy Joker dune buggy is awesome. Like that is oh, great. 100%. They're the, the animatronic Joker is on like a dune buggy with it's got a big like gas gun in the front of it and it's a cooled vehicle. He looks good. It's uh yeah, I don't I, that's obviously that's what I would want more of too, obviously if I was plussing up as well. 
robots of everybody. But, you know, look, that's more than we get on the Spider-Man ride in Orlando. I mean, we we have Cyborg, we have him, and then Harley Quinn sometimes. In in Magic Mountain, there's a simpler Harley Quinn animatronic at the end who blasts you with gas. At the end of all versions, you get blasted with gas. Right. But maybe mm-hmm. Harley's only Magic Man cuz cuz it was the last one open so we like there's more there's more scenes the scenes that are only there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think she was the addition uh for Magic Man. And she looks pretty good. I mean, yeah, simpler than the Joker. But uh one last Harley Quinn, you know, for the locals, local hero Harley Quinzel. <laughs> Sure, I'll yeah. see you on the uh, bumper of the car I'm driving behind soon. <laughs> see you at the mayor's office, Harley Quinn, Harleen. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it seems like the feedback is is more positive than not, and it, and it seems like um, like maybe higher quality than you than you might expect from Six Flags. Yeah, I also have to get Six Flags credit in the um, their uh, front of the line offering is called Flash Pass. And, uh, you know, I like the use of the flash. He does run very fast, but also I just appreciate the like skirting the legalities because flash pass just sounds like you mush mouthed fast pass a little. (laughs) And it's like, you know what? And that's, you know, he was the original lightning lane. Let's be honest, because the flash is surrounded by lightning from the speed force. Of course. You know, there's give and take in the theme park world. You know, everyone steals pass. Snooze, you lose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it they, is up in the air now. <laughs> it is fair game. That's yep. how copyright works, correct? Yeah. yeah. If you stop using it <laughs> actively, it can be used by anyone. We yeah. should use it. We should use it for something for our, our purposes and see when Disney gets at us. Uh, yeah. Well, what can we offer that's uh, fast pass? Mm. Um, is there a way to, if we uh, created a way to only hear, pertinent info about the ride that is our topic that day and to skip tangents oh which would thus reduce the episodes to about 23 minutes per <laughs> um if if that was something the audience designed now i don't know how to program it We're yeah i need know. some computer whiz but maybe that is our fast pass mm-hmm, okay skip, pa- skip past the tangents yeah anytime <laughs> past the childhood stories i decided to check our reviews yesterday actually it's funny enough which i don't do that often mm, and I oh checked... great idea <laughs> well honestly the reviews on apple Podcasts are really good it's real positive oh, yeah, uh, mostly, except yeah. somebody was like four stars out of not four out of five not five out of five and they're like these tangents go on too long and i'm like look we've done it this long <laughs> welcome to it your first getting... comedy podcast it ain't getting any easier we're not getting we're not going to change it now. Maybe if we, maybe if we saw this within the first six weeks, maybe we would have overhauled the whole thing. But at this point, sorry. Um, but thanks for listening. Thanks for the four stars. Four stars is not one star. So no yeah. way. Fuck this guy. All right, fine. <laughs> Ted, stop uh, you're listening. Right. Right, you're right. You're right. You're right. Scott's right. You don't get us anymore. I was trying to be magnanimous. I'll I'll edit out the part where I said it's okay. That's right. <laughs> you won't hear that praise. Uh, yeah. let it out no tangents that much mm-hmm. i know um, uh, the ride i'll say you have to you have to free the justice league um yeah uh, also i go back i made a mistake earlier i said there was an empty room it's, there is a room with statues of the just of the of the holy trinity which is uh superman wonder woman and batman which i like the statues i think that is a cool uh spot in the room the the my feeling of the uh experience i think when i said it was empty is because I, as, as i said on the other episode uh, there's no employees in the first two rooms to direct you where to go. 
it feels very lawless. Uh, so in my memory, I forgot that those statues are in there, which I really, uh, I like. Um, and then at the end of the ride, you get to free the Justice League and they help you basically. And b- before you go on that, uh, like very Spider-Man style, you know, behind the thing, um, which I like, I like that you're helping. I like that. That's good. So that's really all I had to say about the rest of the ride. Yeah. You got to see everyone use their powers a little. Yes. At the end, they all do like a hero pose and they thank you and say you're honorary members now. Right. Which is good. It's not quite. It feels so good. It's not quite the Transformers experience, but it is pretty close. The flesh thanked me. They said I could join me. (laughs) Intimacy. You could say me. Yes. Uh, Does it give you, does it give you that tingle? Does it give you that? That intimacy tingle that you want. Well, I haven't done, as I said, the one, the, the time I went on the ride, the glasses were not given to us <laughs> by the employee. Uh, so, and when I watch the video, uh, I do, I do feel it. I can feel it. But when I go, which again soon is looking like it'll happen, uh, I will report back if, if if it feels as good as I hope it does, as it seems it yeah. will. Well, just like, I don't know if your like hairs stand up on the back of your head or on your, I don't know what, how uh, to measure your excitement about intimacy. I don't know how you measure your tingle, but send us a photo how do if you, something physically happens to your body. How do you, uh, <laughs> that sounds like some sort of market. How do you measure your tingle? <laughs> like that's well, one 90s. way could be flags uh, and the more flags there <laughs> more are. More flags, more tingle. Yeah, is really how yeah. you figure it out. Scott unfortunately had the three to four flag experience. Um, <laughs> that's mm-hmm. that's about correct. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> but at least I mean the very first time I went to Magic Mountain, oh god, probably like fifteen, fourteen, fifteen years ago. Uh, I got oh, I was it was so hot, and I was like, I never complain about like oh god, it's so hot. And I got home, and the news was like, it's the hottest day of two thousand and eight, uh, and it was like oh, my, like, sandals are flip-flop. Like, whatever shoes I had with me had melted. Like, the glue <laughs> was separating. And I was well, like, that might be... Is that the goo? People's sandals have melted, and there's just, like, melted sandal goo everywhere <laughs> in the Six Flags? Oh, my God. Is the goo just, like, you know, remainder Old Navy, like, $4 flip-flops that have just been kicked off? Yeah, like... like <laughs> torched. Yeah. Heel, heel rubber is just stuck on the pavement, and no one's cleaned it. <laughs> Like who cares? Who could cares? be? You'd have to run a test on the goo. Uh, we'll get the goo to a lab. Well, we'll test the um, goo. Uh, well, I didn't. You know what? I'm like, uh, uh, you know, having having said some uh, some not great things, a less than four star rating for my day at the park. I I mean, I think I was impacted by not getting this. Uh, this is mm-hmm. what I wanted to see. Uh, uh, probably would have bumped up my rating. Uh, it sounds like this is sounds like this ain't bad. Yeah, it's especially yeah. like again, this is the only game in town at a Six Flags. Like you're gonna go, yeah, this is like a dark ride. Like, and this is it's not a shabby one. It's like it's got high, pretty high production value. Um, it's not as good as Orlando Spider Man, but nothing almost is at this. Like, still at this point, that's so. Well, let me let me read this statement. This is by somebody I believe from Sally Dark Rides, and just just to react to this, uh, Spider Man was really our bar. That was where we always strive to be. If that was the best dark ride in the industry, we needed to reach that bar. And Justice League has exceeded it. Well, thoughts? I don't know if I would agree because it it doesn't, you know, there's a great simplicity to the Spider-Man ride. And yeah, there's a there there's maybe an overreach on Justice League where it's very busy 
and it's like there's there's it's kind of maybe weighed down a little by the interactivity you know yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's what i i think yes i agree too busy the experience is a little more complicated um the ride vehicle is not as good as the spider-man view there's it's just this it's not quite yeah as that good. thing it's got a lot of tricks up its sleeve for yeah sure. and that thing i've said this before like i went i went on transformers not even that long ago i was like it really feels like like a 300 pound robot has slammed its fist on the vehicle and i don't know how it does that like i feel such a strong impact but if it truly was like the force that i think it is it would rip the like the car in half it's just so Everything about it just like makes you like your body feel the actual weight of the Optimus Prime or whoever Megatron or whoever's attacking you. Not Optimus Prime, he's our friend. He doesn't attack. Right. Um but yeah, those vehicles are awesome. And these vehicles are good, they're fine, but um it's not as good as the Spider Man vehicle. Yeah, yeah. Uh no, those are amazing. Yeah, because they can make you feel like, yeah, you're getting punched by a robot, or you know, if if they wanted to include a scene where Optimus Prime lifts you up to where his heart should be hmm. and holds you close to his chest and yeah. says, it, were I to have a heart, it would be beating harder than ever for you, Michael, mm-hmm. my son. I consider you my son after what you've, after your bravery this day. <laughs> and he's, he's removed me from the car somehow. That's if they could do that technology too. You all uh, go home. The rest of you riffraff. I need some time with Michael. If you know, like in the Cars Land ride, where you can go one one is the spray down and one is the wheels, uh, or the the uh, excuse me, spray paint. Uh, if there were two paths at the end of the Transformers, one where the car breaks off and it's just me in a little car, and then the other, uh, what seven people or what is it? How many people in there? Twelve, eleven, whatever it is. Uh, they go in the other way, and I get to have that. And I get to feel his beating robot heart. Well, that's like being asked to the after party. So like, oh. you want to hang a little? You, you, you hang back. <laughs> he slips me a note during the middle of the ride, too. He's like, here's where the real party is. <laughs> anyway, I'll spark this, I'll spark that. How are you? <laughs> Look, I'm not Everything looking okay for, with your mom. I'm not looking for a romantic relationship with Optimus Prime. I'm just looking for acknowledgement. Yeah. Just like a yeah. mentor uncle, like yes. some sort of like cool uncle relationship. A cool uncle relationship is what I'm looking for. I'm not looking to be his lover. Michael, don't tell your mother, but here is a Bud Light, a single <laughs> Bud Light can. <laughs> like comes out of it like a dispenser from his chest. Yeah. It's <laughs> icy cold. My chest is a cooler. <laughs> You're don't very mature in 37. <laughs> I believe you can have this now. <laughs> And now he seems like he's bad. Now you're making it seem like he's bad. He's gonna no, he's me. saying, like, I maybe waited too long. <clears throat> I probably could have, you know, you were always a good kid. We wanted to make sure you didn't go down the wrong path like that Heather. <laughs> yeah. Fire yeah. a shotgun with me. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think we should be doing this, Optimus. I don't think. No, come on. It's cool. Everything's fine. I thought you were cool. <laughs> I guess. Do I you should. not want intimacy with me? <laughs> I guess I should have picked the guy next to you in the right vehicle. No, no. No, no. I was the right one. I was the right one to pick. Okay. Well, shoot the gun then. <laughs> right answer. Now, <laughs> next step. Let's go rob a bank. <laughs> Whoa, hey. <laughs> Optimus, and you're going to be the one whose face is on the camera. Wait a minute. 
Um, I, so look, this this could very well be be the ending, but I want I want to. And we've been going a little long, but I I want to I want to throw one more thing in here. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, and. That is that, uh, Jason, you mentioned it earlier, that this ride won a, a Thea Award as presented by the TIA Association, <laughs> or the T. No, the T-E-A. T-E-A. is presents the T-H-E-A Awards. It's very tidy. No problems there. So we haven't brought up these awards in a long time. I feel like they used to come up here and there, specifically the desire among some of the hosts mm. to get involved host, in this host uh, the rewards show plural yeah yeah yes um, we want to host I, uh, the to, to be yes. a, to be a part of the show to maybe host the show you guys went to you tried to go to it speaking of after parties you like hung <laughs> around these anonymous theme park industry employees yes. who yes. design rides and stuff we were notably the ones not in tuxedos at the Tangaroa <laughs> Terrace but uh, you know Friar Tux a local LA uh, establishment has my measurements on file so if the call comes <laughs> if they go in person again uh, you'll be there um, and I here's what I have to say about this I got curious and I was like so they won an award huh I wonder if that uh, was interesting or if that's uh, you know if that aired anywhere um, and now I have seen basically I looked up the 2019 uh, Thea Awards where Justice League won an award and I was expecting you know I got a lot of what I was expecting a lot of like kind of dry discussion people I've, I've never seen before uh, uh, just you know people thanking their team and it is what it is it's a nice little internal thing but it maybe wasn't as fun as I thought it would be until and I'm going to show you this. And this has changed my feelings about the Theo Awards. Now mm-hmm. I'm all it. Now I want as much interaction with them mm-hmm. as possible. Because here's what happened when the Justice League ride uh, was honored. And I'll, I'll narrate anything that's not clear uh, to you, the audience. We are humbled to know that our industry peers think us worthy of this great acknowledgement. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, they're here. Give it up for the Justice League! Oh, hell yes! The two Tux guys on stage now are kind of standing around on a pretty modest stage at the Disneyland Hotel, but then Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, pretty theme park of That's right, ladies and gentlemen. They're here to help you with your selfies as we now will take a 20-minute intermission. And watch your wristbands, because when they flash red, it's time for Act 2. Thank you. So now the three characters, kind of the whole the trinity here, they kind of like mill about, aren't sure what to do. Well, should we go in the audience? Okay. And they slowly walk down some precarious steps to take selfies with now, these theme park industry veterans. That is actually, that's great operational. Uh, uh, that's a great operational move. Because 20 minutes, everyone's going to make a beeline for the bar. But if you can distract some of the people who would be going to the bar, that'll cut down on the line. Mm. And that's why these, you know, no, that's, that's why, that's why the these people are the best. But they're, it's what they do is like organize crowds. Some go here, some go here. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, really on display. They, uh, even, they can't even put it to rest 
when it's their time to party. Now, the real nerds among us would know, I think it is a very uh, funny choice because Wonder Woman of those three was the only original Justice League member, Batman, Superman, not originally in the very first iteration of Justice League. And in the 90s, it was a lot of B and C list characters too. Mm-hmm. And then Grant Morrison, of course, and then Grant uh, Morrison, expanded he's like, the, yeah, he put Catwoman on the team. He put Huntress on the team. Yeah, you, you got to have the pantheon. You got to have the big name. You got to have Aztec, the stars. Aztec, the ultimate man who became. Yeah. Who well, one thing fighting betrayed. all that is that they had the budget for three Anaheim actors to show up. <laughs> they so, looked pretty good looked for good. like yeah, an were, award they... show selfie. Uh, yeah. So well, I, the whole so like a lot of the theas are pretty dry, but I flipped through because some of them are in full on YouTube. There's nonsense. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, there is a thing where in the in the Guardians Mission Breakout year. There's a thing where the Guardians of the Galaxy land on stage and uh, and kind of like roast the the you know the people who you, the people in the room know. Uh, um, there's yeah, there's some like Billy Crystal type award showy stuff. Um, and there's, and there's one more clip. This is how that year opened the 2019 <laughs> and, uh, I'm going to watch the volume on this, but audience just, you know, prepare your ears anyway. This is, so what happened at the beginning <laughs> of this award show is that a bunch of, uh, uh, uh like teens and muted grays, uh, uh dr- nicely dressed all come out. And this is the, <laughs> this is the sound they collectively make. innovation plays and then at some point they turn to the screen and then turn back from the screen um uh, 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 uh. see now that's a perfect theme park accompaniment because it's like got some gravitas it's got some air to it but it is very copyright free so no one's getting sued on this one No. Not a word. Not one word. Oh, yes. A bunch of teens sing a wordless song uh, at you. Uh, well, we will. Br- uh, when we, I, I, I want to redeclare right now that we want to host the Theo Awards. Yeah. And we oh, want to bring back I was on the, the fence teens. before. I want, I want all in. We want yeah, to bring the teens great... back. We want to bring the Holy Trinity back. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. It doesn't matter what ride wins. We yeah. are ready yeah, to yeah. do it. Uh, and I, I think want the teens to beat up the Justice League. Yes, while singing. Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean we... the comics industry learned this years ago with the, the, the like big comic book awards, the Eisner Awards they give out at Comic Con every year. Uh, were always a very long, boring affair. So in recent years, like you've gotten, a, there's been like a Tom Lennon. Uh, uh, yeah, and other comics have like presented awards and, ho- and like kind of livened it up a little because it's, as you can imagine a room full of people who spend most of their time like typing at a computer or drawing at a drafting board isn't necessarily the most lively you know well they're gonna be lively when scott starts it's a wonderful night for thea <laughs> thea thea who will win you know that's tonight gonna liven them rides up. tonight are <laughs> or we do a video where we're in all the rides it's us in the rides with other famous podcasters <laughs> 
Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> That's good, too. John Gabrus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, t- we, yeah. We take a head off one of the stormtroopers in that room in Rise of the Resistance. Yep. There you go. John uh, Gabrus, how did you get here? <laughs> Hondo Anaka is replaced with Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys, all right. You guys gotta go get the coaxium. <laughs> you gotta get that fucking coaxium. <laughs> oh, this is Pet. dumb. I hate this land. Paying off one of the valet guys at the Disneyland Hotel. Okay, Jason said too mean of a joke about Bob Chapek. Get him, pull a sedan around, <laughs> get him the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, look, the, uh, the uh, so many opportunities for for uh, like a, like iconic, amazing, long lasting comedy at these theaters. So hire yeah, us. Yeah, we're ready. Um, yeah, I'll start working up some kind of Poe Dameron related. <laughs> song parody mm-hmm. <laughs> or what's new i guess i gotta do a song about like uh about web slingers uh I, there, and it and if i'm going by billy crystal rules it has to be like uh a song from the 1940s so you're right yes right right <laughs> must have been a beautiful slinger because baby that's a beautiful web <laughs> ratatouille sing the song dude dude <laughs> oh man <laughs> well yeah all right that's it we're in we're doing it we are we are in as thea hosts uh in 2022 we just need to run it by uh this organization that seems like a rather stuffy organization but i think they'll probably be yep who fine denied with us who denied us free tickets once <laughs> <laughs> well, i think the tickets are like cost they said six thousand dollars but they said offered our, they said on? our outlet was not a good fit is what i believe the email said <laughs> that we were not a good fit <laughs> not wrong <laughs> But we are we the right fit to host. Team. We are the right fit to host. We are the right fit to host. We've got yeah. credits. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we've got, we've got, uh, what are they, is it called? Polls? Media poll? Like, we've got clippings. Clippings. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we have clippings. And now, from some web series that appeared on platforms that have since been canceled entirely. <laughs> <laughs> Please welcome <laughs> Scott Gardner. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, that's it. You survive podcast the ride. Uh, boy, what a, what a wild ride. We'll see you at the Thea's uh, 2022, or maybe at this rate, 2024. I don't know when they're coming back. Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll be there. Um, you can find us on all the socials at podcast. The Ride merch is available in our T Public store. And for three bonus episodes every month, check out Podcast The Ride The Second Gate at patreon.com slash podcast the ride. Uh, as always, your whiskey choice is digits. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, a <laughs> championship uh, level. It's the only uh, whiskey that's worthy of six rings. Mm-hmm. And for the best organic popcorn, it's got to be husk. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels like, by the way, it feels like that's a different episode at this point. That was, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like that's worth totally a four different. star review. Is they call back things that were uh, two and a half hours two and a half ago. hours ago. I uh, was begging them not to, and they didn't anyway. <laughs> four, four stars. But that's the amount of t- look. That's the amount of time we're going to have to sustain at the Theo Awards. So callbacks. We're with that. That that, that is what you want. You got to track everything that happened in the night, and we're going to do it. Every single thing. Well, we'll have our joke writers waiting, as they always say, you know, like along on the waiting in the wings to give us those jokes. And then we'll mm-hmm. have to, of course, get Valanche. Oh, yeah. We're oh, man, we got to get Valanche. Valanche will have some great lines about like, thank you all for being here tonight. And uh, for those of you who aren't here tonight, 
Should have woken up early to get in the virtual queue sooner, asshole. <laughs> Classic. Works great. Gonna Perfect. work great. Perfect. It'll be great. All right. See you there. Bye. Bye. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced Dog. by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.